0: what is good whisper nation and welcome in it is thursday may 12th 2022. is that correct i don't know if that's how you say it but we are back with another episode of tfw live episode 274 to be exact i am big travi that is austin sear and on the other mic is the mac jones lover himself johnny Game Time hicks welcome in boys how we doing today
1: Fucking great, dude.
0: Yeah. Why not? Excelente, dude. Yeah. We've got so much jam packed in this show. I mean, we've got dynasty rookie rankings. We're going to keep going through. We're going to do rounds two and three of the rookie draft. Last week we did rounds one or round one. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about the NFL schedule leak and the release of, of some of the games that have come out from that. We've got news and notes to get through and we'll check in a little bit on our personal dynasty whisperers draft we're gonna uh, we'll talk about that so i'm excited but nothing more exciting than everybody in the chat right now want to say what's up to smitty Satow, will 47 eric zubert look i love it i love will 47 hope you guys don't mind i'm listening while mowing the law lo- the yard so might not be able to chat still listening though we'll take you exactly as you are we'll come on in cats pajamas in here best name oh of the tcp we love it we love it we love it What but- pajamas with all that stuff we talked about in the big show, first of all, if you don't want to miss any of our future shows, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Continue to join Whisper Nation. We are just trying to get one more subscriber. If we can get one more subscriber, our job here is done. That's all we need. We'll actually just stop the live stream stop if we air. get one more. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll quit right now. Pull the plug. Uh, but with all this jam-packed show, guys. We're going to start off even with something else, something new and fun here, a little bit of deal or no deal. So we're going to off a little bit of a game here, deal or no deal. As you can see, we have all these paid actors uh, hosting a, you know, a bunch of these briefcases. So Austin, you're up. You're the contestant here. And we'll uh, all get to the answer. But uh, uh, a select a case, select a, any yeah. case. Yeah. I'm going to go with
1: lucky number 11.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Megan Markle. Right. Here we go. Oh, oh, hey, that was crazy. She opened nice. that so fast. Hey, uh, so excited this, to see this trade. In this briefcase, we have on one side, T. Higgins, wide receiver, Cincinnati Bengals. On the on, And in that same side is Khalil Herbert, uh, backup running back for the Chicago Bears. On the other side, the receiving side of this deal, Rashad Penny, Seattle running back, a 2022 first rounder, another 2022 first rounder. These are 107 and 108. So I'll start with you, Austin, because you opened the briefcase first. Uh, well, Megan did, but you also, you know, opened it. Uh, what? What? Which side of this deal would you take? Oh, um, can, we, can we bring this back up? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think. Look at how excited I, she is for this deal. I. You know what? The T Higgins is really good. Right. T Higgins is really good. I think he is certainly a first round worthy type of player. You probably had to take your first round pick, spend it on T Higgins if you got him in your dynasty league. So one of these picks is there. I think the second pick makes it justified because you know what T Higgins is about, or at least you have a pretty good idea. So you pay for that guarantee or as close to one as you're going to get in fantasy football. And then Rashad Penny, I know everyone's excited about Kenneth Walker, but there was only one man who finished as the number one running back over the last six weeks of the 2021 NFL season. And that was former first round pick Rashad Penny, who's coming into a run heavy system with Chris Carson still dealing with chronic neck injury. So I love T Higgins. I don't hate Khalil Herbert. He did good work with David Montgomery out, but two firsts and a running back who probably is going to be starting week one. I think I got to go with the right side on this one. If I'm on, if I'm getting what's on the right side, let's make a deal.
0: Yeah. Johnny, do you agree with that? Or do you like the left side more? Cause of T Higgins, we've seen it and, and he's flashed a little bit of brilliance, not like quite, you know, his Jamar chase, uh, you know, teammate brilliance, but he's been good. He's definitely been good. I think
2: he's going to be awesome this year, too, uh, and probably undervalued. I'll probably have him on a lot of uh, teams in a lot of leagues because he's going to fall because everyone's going for chase. So uh, I'll be going after him. I've been trying to go for Higgins, too, in Dynasty as well. I do like I like this trade if you have David Montgomery. If you don't have David Montgomery, it's probably like you're probably not doing this deal, but to me i would do it if i have monty because 108 107 uh let's say you know those could be maybe you're lucky enough to get uh cedric uh, or or you're able to get wilson or you're able to get uh jefferson um or excuse me garrett no, wilson I, I, and sorry yes garrett wilson and uh maybe maybe you could get williams and so it's like, would you rather have those two or Higgins? I kind of want Higgins, right?
1: Like over those two, well, I, I like those other two guys a lot, but like maybe exactly. there's, maybe one of
0: those guys is going to be as good as Higgins. Right. That's, that's what I was going to pitch back to you. Cause you know, Austin, you and I talked about a dynasty trade, you know, Marquise yeah. Brown shipping him off to get the 108 and something right. else. And you said, look, Marquise Brown is what we want these guys to be in a, in a lot of ways. Now, mm. He, you know, I think they these guys that are going in that big six maybe have a bigger ceiling because it's that mystery box. Then Higgins but or it, Brown? Yeah, I would take Higgins, I think. No, no I mean, like, sorry, Whoa. sorry.
1: In, in your situation here you're talking about, were you bringing in your trade here with Higgins? or are I you was Mr. just Brown?
0: saying, like, we want the guys that are 107, 108 to turn into T. Higgins or better, better. right? Like, that's what we want, and we could be dealing with a bust. Now, um, I think the two picks is nice because you get a shot at that, But also what you could do, and I don't think this is going to happen in most drafts, depending on your league, if there's big RB thirst, then this won't happen. But I've seen some leagues where the Kenneth Walker hate is getting a little out of control and he's falling to the middle of that draft. So if you know your league weights well enough and you can get Kenneth Walker and one of these receivers and Rashad Penny, does that make you feel like if you I guess, Austin, if you knew you were going to get Kenneth Walker and with one of those first round picks, would you like that deal more? It's still the same situation. I've got
1: the same level of upside for everybody here. It's just not a guarantee as you're picking them up. So for me on this deal, actually, as I've had a little more time to consider, it would be depending on where my squad is at overall. If I'm trying to win now, let's lock up T. Higgins for what should be his best yeah. season to date. Even if you even if you land one of these really high upside pieces and a Williams and a Lave, a Sky Moore, uh, even Christian Watson here, don't forget about him. I mean, it We don't know we don't know and we know about T Higgins so yeah, if you're think- trying to win it all take yourself take T Higgins keep him on your roster and and go for a championship but if you're in any kind of rebuilding mode this is a good position with some really high upside wide receivers i would i would if i'm on the rebuilding phase, i'm definitely going to take yeah, the right you, side of this you the basically state. have to look at this as if
2: Penny is you're not getting anything for Penny, really, because like I really don't see him starting past this next year, even if he does make it through this year. Is right? he just a sweetener? Is he a sweetener? Yeah, he's just a sweetener. So you're basically like sure you yeah, so you're he's, you're basically cotton candy. It's 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 <laughs> like it's a it's a classic case, classic case of, you know, sell high. You, yeah. you, you know, get all the hype behind it, you know, and then you could argue, make the argument that Austin's saying, "I'm like, hey, you're probably going to get him, dude. You'll, you'll probably get Walker. Yeah, you're and, like Carney no selling dude. the cotton
0: candy, dude. You're like, yeah, dude. It's like, it's small small like
1: First saying, off,
2: we with. already know that her uh, that Herbert is a solid running back. They're probably going to That's use true. him a, a little bit, at least, right? Like they'll they'll have him
0: probably be and like AJ, we've seen AJ, he's a AJ one for Brown. one for Montgomery." Like right. if memory goes, now we seem to be one for one. Now that was yeah. old coach, but still, but still, yeah, I'm telling you, T run. Higgins,
2: yeah. T Higgins is vastly underrated. So yes, yeah, I think I would go, uh, I would go with uh, that side.
1: Do you know what T Higgins is right now? You see those optical illusions sometimes where you've got like it's like the which line is oh. which line is longer, you know, and it's just like situation. Oh, are yeah. like that line longer. Like, oh yeah, the same. I think Jamar Chase pulls a bit of an optical illusion over on T Higgins where you have them on the same field at the same time and so you're like, well, it's Jamar Chase, but then you ask the question, which one of these receivers is actually better? And oh th- that one, that one. And it seems obvious and you're like, but is it? Yeah, and I'm like, not let's... saying Jamar I'm not saying Higgins is better than Jamar Chase. I'm just saying T Higgins is really really good and Jamar Chase because he is so insanely good kind of overshadows Higgins, making him look shorter than he actually is.
0: Yeah, people fail to remember that last seven weeks of the season, T. Higgins was the number one wide receiver for this offense, and that was during the big Joe Burrow spike game. So it's good to remember that T. Higgins actually could be a little bit more consistent than you'd like to think where chases their big play upside a lot of the time, too. So. Love this new segment. We'll be kicking it with you guys. We'll be doing this more with you, deal or no deal. Or no deal. So please, send us some of your trade offers. Yes, yeah, in. yeah. Uh, we you know in follow Discord. us on Twitter at TF Whispers or get on our Discord. That link is in the description as well. Both of those free to follow. All right, guys, we're gonna do our news and notes section here, but we're gonna start with the NFL schedule. Now it's getting released Woo. today. But some of those games came out. There was a bit of a leak uh, beforehand. And so I'll just highlight a couple games that I think are fun, and I'll let you guys kind of tell me if you agree or not. The opener is the Bills visiting the Rams on September 8th. We've also got, as Johnny mentioned, the Chiefs play the uh, Cardinals in Arizona. We've got Bucks-Cowboys on Sunday night, Austin. Mm -hmm. And then this might be my favorite just for the juice and the popcorn. We're going to get to the Jerry Judy news, but Russ – Going back to Seattle on Monday Night Football, that's really exciting. Guys, any of these leaked games really jump out to you, Austin? Dude, that last one and the
1: drama. I'm so stoked on that. This is week one too, right? So this is going to be the first time we get to see Pete Carroll without Russell Wilson. I'm not believing you if you tell me there is no tension over there between these two high-spirited men. I, I'm excited to see what they go, and you know they're both going to be wanting to win more than they've wanted to win in probably a pretty long time. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Pete Carroll's going to definitely
2: be like,
0: I'm going to I'm gonna be running the ball a whole lot to keep it away from over, you, Russell. Over or under like one or two packs of gum he goes through in that game. Over. Like, yeah, I, w- I would think so, too. Johnny, any other game that that piques your interest for uh, week one of uh, those league games?
2: Oh. Oh, definitely the Cardinals and Kansas City Chiefs, baby. One from a fantasy standpoint, you're looking at an explosion of points potential, Explosions. right? An explosion. <laughs> All right. So you're yeah, already excited about that. It. Okay. We're gonna be smashing
0: then, this in daily, and then it's gonna be like a dud. It's gonna be oh, like, dude, don't say Lowe that. and hey. for 200 yards combined. You know, I'm telling you right now, Hall, Hall, at Connor Hollywood Connor with two touchdowns. Hey,
2: Hollywood's gonna be like 150 and two tutties on that game. Anyway. I'm getting beside myself there, but what I will say is thank you to the scheduling, uh, whoever does it, the scheduling, gods or whoever, that they put this game in the beginning of the season and not at the end, baby. When so hey, lose we, hey, yeah. So yeah. you know what? We it healthy be on fire. Yeah, we're gonna be healthy on fire, ready to go. Game plan,
1: ready, set, go. And then you know I really win, love about this? I want to throw in there, Johnny, with us being at the top. What's really cool about it is you know our Cardinals, I'll call them our Cardinals on this too. Love my Cardinals. They are getting a different level of consideration. Like how good are the Cardinals right now? Kyler Murray is a bit under the microscope, right, wrong, or indifferent. He is. And having a chance to go up against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, this big, bad (laughs) monster in the AFC West, getting a chance to go up against them right away is an incredible opportunity. Show the world what we're about. I mean, if Kyler Murray comes and outperforms Patrick Mahomes week one, that conversation is going to keep going for, for a few weeks.
0: Let's go winners focus on uh, win. winners focus on winning losers focus on winners. So this is a good idea for these chiefs and, and, you know, these Cardinals to step up to that next level, try and get a little bit of focus in on, on the guys that are doing it right. But, you know, who's doing it right is Slim Reaper in here in the chat, says hashtag Whisper Nation strong. What's up, guys? He's now casted us at all of our alter egos, the shadow, the beard and the jawline. Oh, the shadow? cast shadow. I'm the shadow, yeah. Oh, I don't, go boo, you don't have to explain yeah. it, but I guess that's what he's playing. peekaboo, dude. Yeah, that's that's true. Kind of hey, oh, <laughs> where's Freak Stomper when you need him? All right, guys, we're gonna work through some of these news and notes now. Uh, just gonna preface this Jerry Judy stuff. We don't know the full story. What we've been told is that Jerry Judy was arrested, he is being held on no bond. uh There was, you know, the official report was that it was second degree criminal tampering. This is from Tom Pellisaro in Colorado, which means tampering with another person's property with intent to cause injury, inconvenience or annoyance. And then later on, Tom Pellisaro confirmed through Michael Spencer, there was no physical contact between Judy and the female party. It, it was solely involved property. So we'll see. This will be evolving. But also, I guess just your first take on the Broncos offense. I mean, we were kind of deciding picking between Sutton and Judy as far as like, you know, they were being ranked pretty close together. ADP wise. Are you more in on uh, Sutton now? Obviously, because of this or
1: I first off, hope everyone's OK hope everybody's doing well in this situation. Um, tensions That's are high. Cool. People make mistakes. Uh, people need to be held accountable for said mistakes and correct their behavior, and I hope everybody involved is doing okay. With that said, this has no impact on my evaluation for them from a fantasy football perspective. From Broncos' perspective, I expect Jerry Judy, from the reports we're getting early on, not to have any impact on his schedule, playtime, preparation, any of that, so this wouldn't impact me there. Um, if we're just talking about these receivers straight up, jerry judy i think has a little bit more excitement possibly but i don't know if that's earned you know Cortland sutton is a beast he dealt with injury he's been really good at moments jerry judy came in and they kind of neutralized one another if you're asking me which one do i want i want whatever one is second
0: cheaper mm, the cheaper team. cheaper too yep. johnny i wonder yeah, and i don't, I don't want to spend too much too, huh? i don't want to spend too much time but it is a question we'll be evolving throughout the offseason can we simply say that it's DK is Sutton and Judy is Lockett, or do you think it's more nuanced than that?
2: Not if you ask KJ Hamler, because KJ Hamler is you know coming out saying, "Hey, you I want to be, be I want to be." John was going to get in
0: his dynasty hey. squad somehow. It is dynasty no. season, oh, for, so oh, first yeah. of all, first of all, I
2: don't have KJ Hamler right now. I was, about, yeah. I was thinking about drafting him, okay, because of uh, you know stuff going on in the media, and so yeah, it was he was on my board. He was on my board. I won't lie about that. But uh, what I will say is, like KJ Hamler actually came out and said that to the media that he wanted to be the Lockett, Tyler Lockett of the Denver Broncos. So that was a yeah. Little and I'm sure Tua.
0: Because- and I'm sure Tua said he wanted to be able to throw a pretty ball to Tyree Kill. But as we've seen from the videos, that, that video, be- yeah, hey. that doesn't seem to be possible right you now. Getting hyped on that underthrown pass. Yes. I the, am. The Podfather made a great point. He said, "Look." Uh, you the, the Miami Dolphins team chose that video. They said this yeah. was the best video that we had to put out. Like, if you think about that, like they went through all the other videos of practice and that's the one they chose. It's like um, we make
1: clips for the show sometimes, We're like, okay, is this one, this one, this one? It's <laughs> like guys Next. this is the best we got i'll be i'll be honest <laughs> though too because like as like so you know as we create
2: content and stuff it must suck for the person because it was like it was pretty well shot and stuff like you you know with the yeah, slow and it was good. like the zoom yeah and it was like it was like you know they probably put it out and they were probably pretty proud of their you know what they did with 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 the footage they had and
1: then everyone's just clowning on this they're like no, oh, damn, bro, they're, I was they're, just they're like my i job. fucking gave you the best possible thing you could have gotten Thank yeah, me. Well, You're welcome. I know that I this know. was shit. I had to watch it for 30 minutes while I was putting this little video together. I pulled out all the bag of tricks. I was like Kyrie Irving with a layup. I'm going to get every single thing that I got right now. Throwing, I'm going to put on music,
0: slow-mo, zoom-ins, dramatic ins and outs. Let's, yeah, you had forget, to. You had to don't, doctor don't it all You already, you know? And if you guys are not knowing what we're talking about, look up Tyreek Hill to a, a hype video. I'm telling you, it's it's hilarious. You'll get a good uh, I
2: should have grabbed it for the show,
0: uh, Speaking of a little bit funny news here, breaking mm-hmm. the from Jordan Schultz, Mike Davis signing with the Ravens. So as we bring up, oh your boy, and hey, Austin. Go back to that day. Potential league winner, zero RB stud here, Mike Davis. Potential. I <laughs> don't even. We talk about redundancy
1: sometimes. It's almost <laughs> like this is Mike Davis we're talking <laughs> about, my guy. Mike, Mike Davis. Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. Yeah, if, exactly. If you want to be formal about. Mr. Davis on this. Um, released by the Falcons, joins the Baltimore backfield. Of course he does. Also, uh, Baltimore drafted a running back as well. So he does look good on tape. That guy looks good on tape for real. Of course he does. And they let Tyson Williams go, who looked awesome at the start of the year, clear it away for two more signings.
0: Oh, speak. Always do. I'd like to see if Mike Davis is still on the team when the season starts. That's That's where, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I think that's what, I mean, he seems smart. He seems like a locker room guy. I think it's a hedge bet just to make sure they, both those guys coming off injuries, Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins. I think they're just trying to make sure they get to week one with those guys. And if they can't, then they don't want to do the whole Latavius Murray Devonta Freeman carousel again.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: what you actually think it's got more you got you, you want to speak on if that's uh it's more serious than that
2: no no, no i i okay. don't want i don't think it's more serious than that i do think that what you're saying is is accurate but i do want to say how like speaking of you know we did like a deal or no deal kind of thing do you guys remember after like he popped off during that game the Ravens were getting deals for him or offers and they didn't deal Tyson him. I saw Williams. Yeah, yeah. and, and they didn't. Like, yeah. No. yeah, and it's like bro, yeah, why you should
0: have sold high, bro? You should have yeah. been on our Taylor Ma- no master of trade. They should have called out. you Johnny the master yeah. of trade thing. "Look at what you lost there." Exactly. Well, uh going from loss to winning, Sony Michelle getting another contract, signs with the oh. Miami. Oh, you, oh, sorry about that. I didn't who's going Hold
2: on. on Hold on.
0: <laughs> sony michelle signing with yeah. the miami dolphins go. um formerly of the rams of course we know that this is you know kind of even more like the ravens like even more so they're going to bring in a lot of backs anything to talk about here does anyone want to take a stab at, at this backfield at all
1: is there anyone we really like i obviously if somebody emerges in early on it's the player you pick up chase admins we had some comments on him uh Gaskins, I, Sonny Michel-
0: I don't, I don't, I have, I, you know, this could be wishful thinking. I did, I do have Chase Edmonds, obviously, in Dynasty. You know, I'm invested in Chase. We like Chase's metrics. We like the flashes. He's never really put it together for an extended period, but I do think that they are going to give him first crack, and I would imagine that Sony Michelle and Raheem mostert and Gaskin, some combo of those two, are going to back him up, and they're going to try and figure that out. And maybe it's change of pace. But if this offense can mimic the Niners in a good way, you'll want the first back unless it's clearly going to be. Uh, if there's just so much unknown, I, Chase Edmonds to me is being dra- overdrafted right now, but maybe with the signing of Michelle and some other things, that'll get pushed Wait, down a bit.
2: What's Chase Edmonds ADP right now? What do you mean overdraft? I thought he was in like the 10th round, isn't he? Um, I don't, I don't know about that. Let me look it up right quick. That would uh, be because if, I mean, I agree. If he's going in like the fifth or sixth, then yeah, it's probably like he's going in the ninth right. round. I'd take that all day of the week. Twice on like, Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think I mean he's he's going where Daryl Henderson's going, but also where Amon Ross St. Brown, Gabe Davis, Cordarell Patterson are going. Um because they paid the man. That's the thing, is like these other guys they didn't pay. Right. You know That's what I true. mean? Like he got a decent contract, but again. In the 49ers mold, in the Shanahan mold, and yeah. maybe Mike McDaniel mode, does that matter?
2: Well, Mostert,
0: you know? Mostert's,
2: you know, one game, week one, probably he's he's good. Week one, well, at least for the first half, and then it'll be all and it'll be Chase Edmonds and Sony probably.
0: And my bet would be on Edmonds cracking. over Sony. Cracking the Dolphins' code, Austin, we've talked about their offense quite a bit, and we, we don't need to spend too much time, but cracking the code on how much they mirror San Francisco and in what ways will be a big question that needs to be answered for this fantasy season because it's not just Chase Edmonds, right? It's like, is Gazeki going to mirror Kittle? How much of Tyreek Hill is going to be used by like Debo? And what do we do with Waddle, who had a gr- fantastic rookie season, but now like, can we draft him the same with a target hog and Tyreek Hill? If you was, look
2: like, at... If
0: sorry, I'm just
2: interrupting here. I know this was deal for Austin, but I'm just if you look at just the rosters, you know the playmaker. Miami's better. Miami's better on offense. Yeah, uh, for skill position players, you know, like would you rather have Miami Debo or or, or, or Hill? Would you? Ra- yeah, right. Exactly. Would I, you rather have? Would you rather have? You know, Hill would or rather, would you have, rather have Debo. Right, you'd rather have Hill. Would you rather have Ayuk or would you rather have Waddle? Rather have Waddle, right? You want, Kittle, would, you'd would probably say Kittle over Jaseki, but it's pretty close. because No,
1: it's not. It's Kittle. But yeah, it's definitely Kittle. It's still 2-1. I don't think it's close. Yes, it's Kittle, Oh, wow, okay. It's Kittle. Okay,
0: I- Kittle actually blocks. Jaseki uh, doesn't block. Kittle's an actual tight end. Gisecki's- Kittle's like-
1: had elite finishes multiple times. Yeah, Jaseki's never had like a three-week stretch. Can, I mean, he did, he did have. They a finished
2: higher year. than than.
1: What are you talking about? He finished better than Kittle last year. Oh well, yeah, Kittle, Kittle, Kittle played like six games. Exactly. A test him against Yeah. Okay, we're not factoring in injuries on this. We're going. We're we're evaluating it Madden wise with injuries turned off.
0: I think oh, Gusecki's actually the odd man out in this offense because I think both Waddle and Tyree Kill have shown to be target hogs. And I, you know, unless Tua – if you're if you're banking on Tua being halfway decent, then you know maybe I, I think the backs and everybody else are. But just to work, just to stay with that one on the yeah, skill just, positions,
1: what do you think about the running backs? Who's got better running backs, Miami or San Francisco? Miami.
0: I well, actually, I, I don't, don't know. I do. I would I say, like I would San, say Fran. San Fran. I would I, say San yeah, Fran. I, I Fran. think it's closer to a push than we'd like to say too, because we don't really know about the backup guys. And at least with Miami, we can say Sony's had some decent games. Raheem's been. A fantasy darling when he stayed healthy he just never does. you know and chase yeah and chase edmonds is kind of uh, a raheem mostert light we want him to get there but chase, yeah. i was not a chase
1: edmonds believer last year with with him and the cardinals leading the way and then i just watched him play and he's got glitch abilities he's got oh, glitch yeah. tendencies he's, and, and he's in really a special fun. kind of way he's like yeah. he's actually good
0: yeah. yeah i guess yeah i guess we'll be cracking he's that over. the show that's Mm -hmm. true uh we'll be cracking that open the offseason that's going to be we've got to get a burning question show going because there's some big ones after Mm -hmm. the draft that are going to be good to to talk about so whisper nation help us out with that yeah if you guys got Mm -hmm. huge questions for this offseason we'd love to answer them for you and again if you're new to the channel hit that subscribe button hit that like on this we're trying to get one more subscriber today let us know know you're new and you shout out next time that's right uh nfl I, nfl networks ian Rappaport is reporting that the packers are gonna be involved for jarvis landry julio jones and odell beckham jr and you know, yeah and. yeah i all mean, of them
1: interesting article i
0: like that yeah Let's so i guess yeah that's the that's the point here that we wanted to bring up austin which of these i guess would you rather have of the three I think it's OBJ, right?
1: Is that Baker Mayfield crying because he doesn't yeah. get one of these guys? No, he-
2: I had to th- yeah, I had to throw Baker Mayfield up there just anytime OBJ is is like now going to be mentioned, I just think it's funny uh to uh, to throw this one up cuz this this is just a classic photo of Baker. Like whoever you took, you
0: love Baker Mayfield it, so much. This, I can't even this. believe the level that you love you Baker mean? that you have to make <laughs> a segment about OBJ and other wide receivers about yeah. Baker. Baker no, I, well, I Baker. just, he's, he, he's upset. Benching. He's upset that he, yeah, he you know, he's like, that he sucks at quarterback. Jarvis, what do, you mean? Bowls, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Baker has- despite playing with Baker and almost ruining their career. Oh, hold yeah. on. What do you Correct. mean? What do you mean?
2: Baker has nothing to do with this when two of the, two of the four receivers that are listed or two of the three receivers listed here were his ex receivers. So of course he has everything to do with it. Cause he's like, damn, I had those I two that guys that I was throwing it yeah, and now they both want to go to they, Aaron Rodgers and see the
1: grass is greener on the other side. It potentially, it's really definitely. quick. Did you, did you hear that little news bit? Johnny and I were talking about it, Travis, but one of the players on the Browns after they made the Odell Beckham deal or something asked if they had seen the Browns player had seen the video that OBJ's dad had posted of Obj intentionally not throwing in the ball, and he's like, "Why do I need to watch the video? I see him practice every." Oh day. <laughs> man, just, kill just get burn, body, bro.
2: Baker.
1: Just but you ask that question: which one of those receivers? I mean, hmm. oh, dude, I'm kind of. Odell caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. If he is actually fully recovered from that issue, then that's like that's that's the best player that's available right there. And I'm taking everything we saw from Obj in Cleveland, and I'm making it moot. I don't, I don't believe in it. I can't, I can't trust it when there was a diabolical out to get you type of mentality from his QB one. So I just can't take it for serious. And then he goes to another team and he scores six touchdowns in as many weeks or something like that. So I have to look at him with a little bit more of a mystery box appeal. I think I know pretty clearly what Jarvis and Julio are about, and I am excited. I would take either one of those on the Packers. But if you're asking me which one would I be most excited about? It's Odell, it's Odell Beckham because of that mystery box and the ceiling that he could bring if that ACL is healthy.
0: Yeah, the problem is the ACL timeline wouldn't put him back. Uh, you know, maybe we'd get him back in time for the playoffs, but then what kind of chemistry? Now, he okay. did that. He basically did that with the Rams, came in late and, and made it happen. Similar style uh, coaching tree. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a one that really intrigues me because I l- I'd love to get a really good slot receiver to pair with some of the other weapons we put together. I think that could be really beneficial for the offense, but the nice thing about OBJ is I think you can move him around too. Well, Slim that, reaper that, well, asking yeah, how does I, that affect Christian Watson?
2: That's exactly why you don't want them to go get OBJ because they would play the same position. And so it would affect Christian Watson as being the dot, like Christian Watson right now, as it's set up is he has a true path to be a wide receiver one this year. If you put OBJ on this team, even though OBJ probably won't be in in a uniform and on the field until if at best, maybe November. Right. But that still would hinder Watson because now he would either be going to the number two option, or if you have OBJ coming back, it's going to take targets away. He's going to be, you know, he's shown every time when he's injured, um, from the ACL coming back that he's a little bit slow coming back uh, regardless of what his hype videos look like. So um, that would be my concern with that. Right. But, and then Julio often always injured and good luck trying to be the guy, you know, be the team that actually can, can make him fully healthy for a whole year. But Jarvis, Jarvis has been healthy. Jarvis is still productive. He just didn't have, you know, the, the wide receiver core around him. And he fits so well with Watson because Watson can fit the outside. You have Jarvis underneath and it would be a match made in heaven. So for me, that's why the Jarvis Landry would make. Well, and you're leaving
0: out the biggest point here, as Will points out, you know, uh, Cobb is like 55 years old. So, yeah, yeah, just replace him with Jarvis. Exactly. Exactly. Say
1: really quick. Did you catch Smitty's question or excuse me, Slim Reaper's question over here asking is A.J. Dillon worse, a 2023 first rounder. Johnny, you just picked up AJ Dillon in a deal. I did, and I did not pay a 2023 <laughs> first rounder.
2: Um I would take the first rounder, I think. I'll be honest. I
0: I think I think I would take it. depends.
2: Hold on. It depends on if the if the team that you're getting the 2023 first rounder from sucks, then no. If they have like a chance to have like the number one or even a top five pick, then you no. I'm not do doing it. I think you've been. No.
0: Oh, OK. You're saying you'd only want it. You'd only want to get a 23 first if it was a team that sucked. a yeah, First half. The first exactly. Half the first
2: exactly. Half. Now, if it's like now, if it's like a team uh, that, you know, you're like, oh, that team is most likely going to, you know, be in the playoffs and they're, they have a really good shot at winning the whole thing. So it, then you're like, oh, it's a back end of the first half of the first round. In 2023, then I would do this deal because I think you would be buying. I'm a believer in A.J. Dillon this year, um, and I, I think that they are going to use him. And then I, I think that in the future as well, they'll start to transition over. And we know what this kind of running back can do in this kind of offense. Uh, you know, we've seen the Derek concern Miller's just with A.J.
1: Dillon back. is that he's never going to be the lead back because Aaron will Jones keeps it going. Maybe. Aaron Jones isn't gonna live forever, dude. He's not, he's he's not, not that Superman. old. Superman. This isn't this isn't AJ Dillon's rookie or sophomore season. Okay, like he's getting more and more
2: time. And, ro- and running back years, AJ's old.
1: I mean, Melvin Gordon was tw- Melvin Gordon was 29 years old and had a strong RB2 performance, good enough for them to bring him back, despite Javante Williams demonstrating all of the potential in the world. Aaron Jones is not slowed down. He's played through mm-hmm. injury and he's still been super productive. If AJ and AJ AJ Bur- Uh, excuse me, A.J. Dillon can just take reps away from Aaron Jones, which is going to extend Aaron Jones's career. There is a world where A.J. Dillon never becomes the RB1 for the Packers because Aaron Jones stays healthy and the timeline just doesn't really work out
0: for him to take over. So here's what I want to frame it, because A.J. Dillon is 24 years old. Aaron Jones is 27. Okay, four, whatever uh he's got some four <laughs> you're like the the kindergarten kid that says they're four and a half yeah. um so the age considered landing spot considered okay where would aj dylan be going in this year's rookie draft
1: is he going in the first round Dude, he would go in first round he would go as a third running back off the board as it, just so I understand you correctly, are you saying AJ Dillon, as he is right now, coming into the Packers system, saying he's like he's a 24 year old rookie? Yeah. Coming in with Aaron Jones yeah, being where yeah. he is. I agree with Johnny. He probably goes right after Kenneth Walker.
0: And so then it's a question of do you like, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to kick the can down the road and hope for a better RB pool or prospect pool or take the third best? running back that in your mind right now. And I I'd honestly put AJ Dillon above Kenneth Walker, but I guess that's cheating. Cause I have, I've seen AJ Dillon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I'm telling you, I think that AJ Dillon, especially, especially when I saw him, starting to catch out of the backfield. And not only do not only just catch the ball, but contested difficult Look. catches. He looked good. I was like, all right, this guy definitely has everything you need in order to be a bell cow. It's just only a matter of time because here's the other thing with Aaron John. And trust me, I, I, I do love Aaron Jones. I hope he continues to have a great career because it's fun watching them both. And I do think Aaron Jones will still be very good this year because of how many passes he's, he's going to catch this year. But the thing for me is that he is getting a little bit older and he's only five, nine, you know, slightly over 200 pounds. Typically those guys don't,
1: you know, in that good BMI though, right. You'd like to talk about the BMI. That's pretty good. BMI. He's a
2: good B- well 66 percentile BMI five, uh, nine over 200 pounds. That's pretty good. It's. I
0: mean, he's the model for, for small, the undersized red. guys that come in. We're always like, well, you know, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones did it.
2: Right. And so know, I'm just dead. saying like in, when you, typically go with the waves of football right like just you know what typically happens with these guys running and their Mm -hmm. bodies then uh you know typically 28 is when running backs start to decline uh as far as their and actually it's a little bit younger than that yeah so rich rebar
0: actually made a recent point on twitter that i wanted to ask you guys about too and it's funny that this came up maybe because of the influx of guys that we've seen recently we haven't seen that been pushed oh I've maybe this, we'll yeah. talk about like the idea that like maybe that gets stretched out a little bit you know maybe we see more guys that are talented enough because we've make...
1: had so many running backs coming in the league in the last couple of years yeah well, it, well and like well, and the ones be...
0: that were before this class that's coming in haven't been the ones to you know like be the, the yeah they
2: not like yeah they're not like Jonathan Taylor
0: built kind
2: of running backs like
0: Derrick Henry's going to push also, needles, right maybe eventually right. yeah. if he you know cuz he's already pushing it a bunch but like maybe right. he does um, the other
2: thing too though the reason why it's you know the stat is kind of skewed is because they don't use the running backs the same right because yeah. like back then they didn't want them. They all know they they back then they would they would literally give their number one running back 40, touches. 30, 30, to 40 touches every single week. Like it was no big deal. And then, you know, and they obviously they didn't last long. So that's part of it. As I well.
1: saw a stat recently. I'm going to be a little bit off on this one. But Jonathan Taylor, who led the league last year in carries, would have if you go back like 20 years ago, like he would have been like around like
0: eight or nine hmm. that year in terms of so carries. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a monster with carries. Left. Right. just like That's what I'm saying. Check it, check it. They're more efficient. That's what they
2: figured out. Like, my guys can be more efficient with less carries on their body and last longer if we do, a, like, two running back kind of system. That's why. Yeah. They, ooh, would I you like trade a
1: 2022 1.09 for Aaron Jones? Uh, this looks like it's dynasty. Yes, I would. You, you take Aaron Jones for, for that 109 For the first rounder? Yeah, I would. Hmm.
2: Well, if I'm competing, hold on. If I'm competing and if I have a like if you're in win now, if you're in win now, I'm making this deal because that,
0: I like the qualifier because now I'm I'm back on board. If you're telling me, though, that I got to get one oh nine for Aaron Jones and I get I mean, there's no guarantees with running backs, especially the undersized running backs, especially there's no guarantees the running back on Aaron Rodgers's team. Yeah. Like who knows? Dude could retire halfway through the season. I don't think yeah. that'll happen. But you know what I mean? Like. Uh, he's just a wild card. So yeah, I'm with you on on the win now. You you agree with that, Austin? Awesome.
1: Yeah, if you're in win now, I think Aaron Jones has got a good shot of finishing as a top five halfback this year because of the vacated targets, because of just who he is, and everything that's going on. If I was in not a win now, though, I mean, I get really excited for the future builds. I think
0: everybody here on this show does. I would. Rob and we're in rookie season. We love rookies right now. Oh my God. We love we them. We, like, hyper, no, we, no, rookie. One, we love them. We're Dude, doing it was a rookie so, show they're so uh, shiny right now. Yeah. It's like over the top. Well, they um, haven't busted yet. So
1: yeah. Yeah. If I was, if I was building it all for the future, I think I would try to, it, it, I, I would still give this a lot of consideration, but I would try to pull out like a future second. Maybe I'd be yeah, like, you could, give me a second and I'll throw in a fourth or something like that is I would try to get a little bit more juice for the the long haul on top of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ronald in the chat. What's going on? Uh, Ronald. Appreciate you coming in here. All right. Somebody that may not push the age needle is Chris Carson. We wish him the best. Hopefully he can come back healthy. Mm -hmm. But when asked about selecting Kenneth Walker, Pete Carroll said of Chris Carson, we don't have updates yet on Chris, and we won't know for some time. So there's a little bit of uncertainty that we're waiting on. That was the most recent one. Uh, I think about a week or two ago, he said that if Chris comes back, he's the starter. Yeah. So we've had, obviously, normal Pete Carroll. He's Pete Carroll going to Pete Carroll. Love my guys. Great guys. Yeah. yeah best guys. all the best. We talked a little bit about Rashad Penny in a dynasty. In redraft, guys, I want to pick your brain on this Seattle backfield and how you see it shaking out. And if you even want investment in what we – See to be a bad. I'm team. all over DJ Dallas, baby. <laughs> Give what me the cheap one, man. I want the discount back.
2: <laughs> no, I mean they're all kind of discounted right now, right? Even even Penny is discounted. Well, I
0: think what's going to happen is you'll see those ADPs converge. Penny's is going to get lower. Obviously, Kenneth Walker's gonna rise. There's a lot of love for ten- Kenneth Walker on fantasy football Twitter and just to his profile. Like he was a really fun one- runner, right? Noted at Michigan State, yeah. a pro
1: player profiler has his spark scores equivalent to LaDainian Tomlinson.
0: You see a name like that in the top right corner, you yes. pay attention. And landing spot matters, though. Uh, and we're not we're not big on the landing spot, and we're not big on him versus you know uh at least I shouldn't say I should say I'm not huge on that him versus Penny. Well, like they're the, airing um, out the concerns a little bit on the landing spot.
1: It's not good that Pete Carroll traditionally deploys a, a, bi, a, a committee of sorts. It's rare to see your lead back at more than 15 carries, but it is a run heavy system. And we've gotten a lot of RB two or better running backs out of that system. They haven't stayed healthy. We, I don't exactly know what the reason behind that is. They get a lot of people out there, but whether it's, chris carson or i've talked about thomas rawls who had a moment in time or we all know about beast mode and marshawn lynch about how well he was able to succeed over there in seattle it's kind of one of these weird bags where the floor for the running backs in seattle are pretty high but the ceiling i think does get capped because of that committee approach and the way they deploy a lot of them
2: dude are you i am picking your head no i i think I mean, I I would draft both of them. I think at that price, even if you have to pay like an eighth and a tenth, you just get both of them. Most people are going to tell you, no, I don't want to do it. You know, Seattle's nasty. It's not going to be fun. And listen, some parts of fantasy football aren't fun. Newsflash. Most, hey, most of it's not fun. Most so of it's what? not fun. Most of it's not fun. But I'll tell man. you I'll tell you what will be fun. If you guys want to have fun? Hey. Too bad. Play some. <laughs> Don't, subscribe.
1: Don't subscribe. Don't subscribe. You're subscribed. looking at fun. Don't subscribe. Pick up a new uh, hobby. Yeah. Go do something
0: else that's better yeah, for your like nervous system like, and like your sex Billy, life. Reverse Billy Madison. Stay yeah. here. Stay, Stay here. Get no, out. Get out. Get out of saying, here. If get you, out
1: while you still can.
2: If you if you're the type you know God, if you're the type it. of person that likes to go to the bar you know and pull out your phone and be like hey check out check out my my sexy roster here if you if you like to do that <laughs> don't draft them because you got you're Jade? not gonna oh. yeah, yeah I, you got
1: Jade by you're I, like hey you want to see my yeah. dynasty lineup check I out. tried
2: but she just she didn't give a uh, shit works she every time doesn't boy like
0: Jade's like Johnny send nudes and he just sends a picture of his dynasty Ross absolutely do that no just, filter that's good as gold right there good as gold Look at but them. if
2: you but what you're not going to get is if you have penny or well maybe if you do end up having uh walker and he and he becomes a rookie of the year or whatever then people might give you that but i here's the thing we do know to to counter somewhat of what austin was saying we do it's one of those things where we do know what p carroll Thinks about these running backs as far as how he deploys them. Sure, he go. You know, you can't say that uh, any running back is going to get you know twenty five carries in a game. It'll probably be more like fifteen to twenty. But there'll be a lead guy, and it's most likely going to be Penny because they brought him back. They gave them the first. They they love him. They waited this long. Might might as well. Hey, L, L, if you're going to go down
1: with the ship, might as well go down with the ship. One you know, and i mean? back. And he, yeah. and like, PFS metrics, all of the things we saw, it was it was good, right? Like, it, right. So, the only, you know, again,
0: again, penny I, and I just injury wanna, I just is, is, is like goes hand a in hand. Caution you know? this, okay? Oh, there's a lot Chris of caution. caution. The guy we're actually worried about coming back to football, the guy they keep giving a chance to. Do you know what round he was drafted in? Sixth, the seventh. OK, I was off by one care about draft capital because they've kept this guy around because he was good. Now, do I think Walker can come overcome Penny? Probably. Sure. But I also think that Penny showed us enough that Pete Carroll is going to be chomping on his gum and go, yeah, this guy's good. I got to keep giving him the ball. And I get that. And I get that that Seattle does that. But the last thing I'm going to say, investing in both these guys, I don't want any part of that. I'll take the cheaper one in Austin saying because there's just not a lot of upside. Again, this was the slowest team on offense. It'll probably be slower or the same. And no team targeted their running backs less than Seattle. Only 67 total targets to the running back last year. Seattle is you not saying you don't want any of it. I would take, I the, think cheaper. Would take I think the cheaper. Penny. I think I'm gonna take Penny because I think they're I think their ADP is gonna flip. And I think Penny's gonna dip down. And I'll take the guy who st- we talked about starting the season hot. Yeah, even if we think it's a Javante Melvin Gordon. Yeah, exactly. You took Melvin Gordon last year. Right, exactly. You were happy. So or if you took them both, you were happy. So I'm just that's my take right now. Obviously, new information comes in. We can change our opinion. As we said, that's my initial feeling in redraft on this backfield. Man, I'm getting fired up. I really love these these different uh, takes. We're going to have this offseason and we get to peel back the layers and, and talk about them all. One last news item here. Dennis yeah, Allen baby. saying that Michael Thomas – oh, I'm sorry, Alec Pierce is the, the next news item. Oh, okay. yeah. We're, yeah. I love that. Oh, even God. more. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah, we're going to go from Austin's steamed guy to Johnny's steamed guy to end it, but I think you also like Pierce. So All Nate right. Atkin, Atkins of the Indianapolis Star projects the second-round rookie wide receiver Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter's boy, as the Colts' starting Z receiver. So I guess this is just – Kind of reiterating what you two saw, like, first of all, Austin, you loved the tape, you loved what you saw at Alec Pierce, and then Johnny doing some deep diving and saying, look, this is what Matt Ryan loves. He loves the number two guy, the easier target. Um, so are we just full steam ahead on our guy Alec Pierce here? We, where, where are we at with him uh, in Dynasty right now? You know, we have them. Um, we're going to be
1: doing in a little bit. Oh, that's right. yeah. Our second round and third round selections of our, our rookie draft that we're putting together. Essentially, TFW's rankings of the rookie players coming in for your dynasty draft. Last Thursday, we did picks one through 12. We're going to jump into the second and third rounds later in the show. We had worked through some of those picks earlier on, and we had Alec Pierce, Johnny, and I did both early in that second round. Yeah, You'll see that coming up second. later. And yeah,
0: that's beginning. where he went in our dynasty, we'll and yeah. we'll show that in our dynasty league too. So, yeah, I don't think we're too steamed up on him either. Um yeah. I, I mean, love that tease. They're oh awesome. Professional gosh. tease right there. You go. You know, he says, look, we're going to be doing this in a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about Pierce then. That's what yeah. the ladies in high school used to say about me, too. He's such a tease. Oh, you won't. That's Shadow. He's such a tease. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to I'm trying to play with Shadow and you see like if to have it works. see if it works. All right. Last bit of news here. Uh, Saints head coach Dennis Allen, Michael Thomas, quote, still has some hurdles to clear before returning from ankle injury. Johnny, this is your boy. This is, you've been hyping up Michael Thomas and we haven't really touched back in after drafting Chris Olave and now this news that maybe and, and the the haul they gave up to get Chris Olave and then maybe that he needs some time. Do you think this is more or less nothing on Michael Thomas? Do you think he'll be ready for the start of the season? Uh Johnny, are you going to New answer? News. I'm scared, dude. That's my, no, that's my
2: like. I I'm nervous, man. This is uh, you got you know like bug-eyed over here. When I saw this news come out, I'll I won't I won't lie, dude. It was like I was trying to windsurf, and right as I hit this giant wave, and I'm expecting this giant you know lift of air to come and grab the the sail and just right as it make a nice, you know, video. If, you know, I had the videographer from, you know, Miami, it would have made this really dope, you know, check out the sale on on game time here. But uh, as soon as I made liftoff, the wind just cut out, man. And that's what happened when when you show me this tweet. This isn't good news, dude. Sometimes... (laughs) <laughs> travi i was hovering i was literally hovering i was
1: hovering
0: i was
2: hovering and then it
0: went up and you put it up there is johnny joe biden i don't know Maybe he is i just i love the rambling i love where you're at i just want to know johnny though if you're if you're, you're really scared me, off I'm of this or you're in sales or if you need, yeah you're you're out now you're you're feeling less on oh. michael thomas or or you're still getting him and and Whoa, Different dude! Spots. I I didn't say I was out, dude. I didn't say was out. I didn't know what you were saying, to be honest. I was just saying
2: it took the wind <laughs> out of the sails. Dude. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not
0: as okay. I was. That makes that's sense. All
1: it's got it. You you got to follow my five five minute monologue it's in hard. order. It's hard. It's sometimes, yeah. good. I don't have. I well, I, just, I just haven't eaten enough food for my body well, to get, like hang get
2: in. Get used to it because <laughs> it's coming up a lot on the twenty four hour. Mock draft. Oh, man. Make
0: sure I got my snacks. ready. I'm, I still have PTSD from the last few. So yeah. I'm working through that with my therapist, though. We're good. We're good. <laughs> all right. We are moving on to a little bit of a check in here on our Dynasty Whispers draft. We told you guys this was a slow clock. We changed from a rookie draft all at once kind of a online draft there to a slow clock online, so 24 hours per pick. We checked in last week with you. I think we had just started, right, Austin? You started us off. Yeah, you kicked it off yeah, right here I on the show. one with Brees Hall. Um, and so, Austin, if you don't mind uh, uh, sharing... Oh, yeah, you got it. Sharing your screen here to show us where we're at. Um, and so right now show we are... Show us your screen. We're in the fifth. We're at 5.3. Um, and I guess I'll just kind of kick this to you guys. Austin, what's been your favorite pick of the draft so far like of of anybody and i would say i I would actually well yeah maybe anybody's but i would actually say focused on the rounds that we've completed thus far maybe not the first round because we already kind of dig in on that but some of the second through fifth uh some of what, what you got here i think some of the pieces that are kind of exciting
1: ones that are worth paying extra attention to um picks two and three in the second round here uh Pierce and Zamir White um, are two names that Pierce is getting some attention, rightfully so, has a great chance to lead that Houston Texans backfield year one, with just Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack ahead of a not great offense, but one in Houston that is on the rise. So Pierce has a great shot to step in and be impactful year one. Zamir White has a chance to also be relevant year one. But if Josh Jacobs is not getting his fifth year option picked up, does shed light on the way the Raiders view Josh Jacobs, and that's not very interested in him. Zamir White's got a real great shot to be fantasy relevant. Plus moving forward, Georgia running back who did beat out uh, Cook, who everyone's really excited about, but Zamir White led that Georgia backfield. He was a five-star high school recruit coming into college, the number one recruit, the number one prospect at the running back position. Had a couple of ACL tears in both legs, so that held him back, but he seems to be healthy. His He's got pop. He's got a lot of tools in that belt of his, and I'm pretty excited about what he brings to the table. I actually like him a little bit more then Tyler Algier, who is also stepping into a situation where he should be impactful, possibly day one, being the lead halfback for the Atlanta Falcons if Patterson does move to that wide receiver role. But those are a couple of the names that I think are really cool. Alec Pierce is another one. We just talked about him. Um, We saw him go at the fifth spot in our actual dynasty league of record draft. Um, But I I think those ones for me, at least in the second round, are a couple of the names that I'm Pretty excited. The other one I'll throw out honorable mention is the pick Johnny had in four one Jelani woods. Now this is the tight end. He's only been playing football like four or five years uh, or excuse me. Tight end for a couple of years was a quarterback. Logan Thomas vibes over there. Big bodied guy. Six, seven moves. Well ran like a four, six forty or a little bit under that even. So he's got some speed. Uh, probably not going to step in and be relevant for the first year. Probably two just as t- the position normally goes. And Mo Ali Cox was signed to a larger contract, but you like the physicalities. You like the spot he has on the team. We'll see how long Matt Ryan stays behind center for the Colts, but he has been able to make a tight ends fantasy successful. So I also like Jelani Woods as kind of an under the radar dynasty pickup too.
0: Johnny of all these picks that we've had here, which has been the one where you've been like, man, th- how did this, like, what the hell is going on here? What was the head scratcher?
2: Oh man, there were a couple of them, uh, to be honest with you, that I if, okay, I didn't understand the picket by Brett Johnson, especially when he dude, he traded so he traded like a, a six rounder to me for for Baker Mayfield, which uh I you know, cool. I got him off the waiver, so I was fine with that getting an extra pick there. Then he trades a first rounder for uh for What's his name? rookie last year? Now I'm blanking on his name. Um, Roger Harris Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, 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 he, trades, he traded one oh, he, he traded one, uh, 112, I think, or something like that, or 111, um, for in order to get uh Trevor Lawrence, and then he goes and picks Pickett in the second when it's like. I don't know. So that was a little bit of head scratcher there for me. I mean, the value
0: um, was there for Pickett because in a lot of other drafts, like Pickett's coming off the board before then. But yeah, I mean, I, I can understand for his roster. Yeah, uh, I mean,
2: I do understand where the value is there. But again, it's like when you're roster, when you're managing your own roster, and you're just like looking at the amount of of picks and stuff that you threw at something. Especially the other part of it that's kind of funny is like because I got hurts off of him last year for a second rounder, so it was just like. And he had drafted Hurts in like the fourth round or something, uh, the rookie or so. It's just All right. you see the the chasing of the rookies there. So,
1: so just to shed a little bit more light on exactly what this is, because we did touch on that really quick. What, Ronald asked what you guys are doing, a slow dynasty draft. He had no idea. Yeah, we're doing 24 oh, hours per pick. So we started this draft how many days ago? Last week. Times? Last, last
2: week. Yeah. You don't have to take oh, the yeah, whole I time. Kicked it off. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to take the whole time, but you can take uh, as much as you want. But it encourages trading and everything. We love it. We've had Travis, so much what, was, what was your favorite uh, pick so far? You've been doing a lot Personally, of things, uh, trading up
0: and down. Oh, man. What was my favorite pick so far of the whole draft? You know, you, you shed some light on, on, on Brett Johnson. I honestly think Brett Johnson has had two guys fall to him in the first and second round. That could absolutely smash like I know we've 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 hated on London Is it, or did he yeah he got yeah, traded he, tried, yeah he traded up but like three. London has the best breakout potential of the all the wide receivers just based on his metrics when he broke out his production in college and yeah. the available targets so to be able to take them there and be like well I got to take him here you know. I think that fell in his lap. I also think that the uh, Jahan Dotson one fell in his lap, too. Remember, Terry McLaurin, Washington may not want to pay him. Now, I think right. that they should, but they may not want to after this year. And then Dotson, before we know it, is the number one. And that's that's a situation that falls to you in the second round. I think that's really good. So I think he could, you know, maybe it's a it's a lukewarm vanilla style fits Brett Johnson but I I really like the way some things fell to him other than you know like what you were talking about with the picket stuff. I guess I could and also even say David Cook, Bell, Cook like even David Bell. Like even where he got David Bell was a value too. So like he just keeps kind of doing what he does a lot is just like best available, you know, kind of what's there, ranking slave whatever you want to call him but
1: Yeah, Yeah. I want to give you a shout out how fun it was the maneuvering you did and ended up drafting in the seventh and eighth spot, almost in the same uh, situation. Our dealer no deal to kick off the episode. Yeah, it was was pretty similar. Yeah. Two really exciting pieces, uh, both upside plays. Williams a little bit higher of a ceiling, lower floor. Alave stepping into a situation that they really wanted to be in the Saints, that is. And yeah. that's just fun, man. I just just a shout out to how fun a situation. you're Well, you it's have. funny because like learned. I
0: did some stuff I probably wouldn't. I mean, I who am I kidding? Who am I? I, I, I would do it. But <laughs> I, I like traded up today into the fourth uh, a little higher up to get a kicker and Evan McPherson. Now, McPherson's a badass. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did it. But, you know, I was getting a little bit of shade in the league chat about it. Like must have really liked him to trade a future, you know, pick away to go get him. And it's like, no, it's yeah, dude. Like- but you realize that I traded, and I have like six picks within the first two rounds. So, like, you know, the, the fourth this year isn't really a fourth for me. It's like, you know, like my seventh or eighth pick. So, like, you um, guys. Um, yeah, okay. Got- so just, guys. oh, you're just, you're just so, you just grew. You just, it's like about how the listen, draft pick riches listen, over here. Yeah, all right, wait,
2: Mr. he's got all those people. Okay. yeah, hey, listen, but then, uh, hey, that's fine. But, you know, like my need. Fuck it, those it, picks. Hold on, bro, like, let's go. It had nothing to do. With Whisper Nation, don't let Big Travy try to fool you here and just say, oh, they were trying to make fun of me for getting a kicker and, you know, I needed one for my team. No, it's the fact that you tra- you didn't even take your boy, the sex machine, in <laughs> Roberto Rod- Blankenship. Rodrigo. Uh, yeah, and you. I think Johnny's fired up McPherson. right now because McPherson. he picked dropped up Johnny's kicker, who he dropped. No, uh-huh. I should get a compensatory, a compensatory. No, I kicker. think Johnny, a, Johnny. I should. Johnny, yeah. you I, want think a little it. I think no, I No, I could have had him. It?
0: I got Jelani Woods. That's the boy that I wanted. That's, that's my guy. Yeah, that's Mo, Mo Ali Cox's water boy. You're right. You got him uh, for
2: Congrats. for a, for a week until he puts. Big Mo in his place and says, think, "Oh, is that how you weird want to that see coming someone? out of your mouth,
1: knowing how not true that was." It like, <laughs> did have it, have like, you seen Jelani? Yeah, yeah I've seen. I've seen Mo. Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, he's they, bigger
2: than yeah. Big Mo. You liked Mo Ali Cox till Jelani Woods got drafted. I did. Yeah. You're right. And so. then I saw Jelani, and I was like, "This guy is. Because he gets monster. bigger, doesn't
0: mean he's going to be good
2: at. The oh, position.
0: there's a you got to learn a lot for that position. We'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, he was he used to be a quarterback. That's the other thing is there could be a potential fantasy glitch there, baby. I yeah, don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear any Pop complaints. Warner, but, you know. I, I don't want to hear any complaints. Okay, when you when you got Woods throwing some dime plays in the end zone, scoring tutties this year, and saying, "Oh, that shouldn't count." You know that he shouldn't be. A, he should be a quarterback. Johnny's sitting out Johnny's, here flexing
1: about the future touchdown passes coming from Jelani a, Woods. Yeah. Market now, you heard it I here first. I do like
0: Jelani a lot. You brought. You were uh, the one that Johnny's brought up Johnny's real, really upset because he gets the you know mo for trading in these drafts, and I just went out and stole away GM of the year from him. So I just. Uh, well, I, I do like that. the McPherson uh, pick. Like, I I didn't I didn't care. I was I liked that you picked
2: a kicker. Is it drops other player, and then it caused this little like r- defensive like run
0: that people like panicked on. That was going to happen either Dude. way. And that's the reason I traded up for McPherson because Chris told me he spilled his beans, and I had to get up because I wanted McPherson. So. Well, it was hilarious round, too because I took I I texted Troy. uh Wait, not...
1: fourth round, kickers and defenses. That's yeah, when you start to see him in the rookie drafts coming off the yeah. board. Yeah, that's
2: well,
0: when
2: I, was... yeah. I I texted Troy uh, when as soon as Carlson was picked uh at 408 I was like because I I thought I would have to trade up to that in order to get Ty Chandler because I was like okay I need to get ahead of the I thought Austin or, or Travis would would take one of those guys uh or take him and so I texted Troy this morning and I was like I offered him 501 and 604 in order to move up just like three spots and he like quickly responded hell no (laughs) <laughs> and then he selects <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. And I was like, what? Like, you
0: I feel like Troy to use what Josh does to me. Like Josh, like I helped invite him to the league, right? Me and Zabo. But it's like, he's like always hardballing me. And I'm like, I finally live this week. I'm like, do you give everybody these shitty offers or just me? Because like, I got you into the league and you don't want to look like you're giving away players or anything to me. I'm just like, dude, quit hardballing me. Like, At least, like, give me a realistic counter here. Oh, man, that's the worst. All right. Well, that does it for our Dynasty Whispers check-in. We are going to move on now to rounds two and three of a 2022 rookie draft. And as a reminder, we did this already. Last week, we did uh, round one. That's right, guys. And we started off with 101. You can see it on the screen now if you're listening at home. We did Brees Hall on the 1.1, then Traylon Burks, followed by Kenneth Walker at three, Jamison Williams at four, Drake London at 5, Garrett Wilson at 6, Chris Olave at the 1.7, then Chris Watson at 1.8, Sky Moore at 1.9, Rashad White at 1.10. We had Pickens at one eleven, and then we rounded it out with Jar- James Cook, Captain James Cook. Yeah, Ronald reminding us about Johnny being fired up. That's weird, yeah. huh? Weird. weird. All right, and- we are on the clock. It's an unlimited clock, but we are now going to talk about and so boys i will start uh with austin here to kind of take us through what we're talking about we talked about damian pierce Mm -hmm. we talked about alex pierce the pierce brothers are here what is your initial thought as we look at 2.1 here Running
1: backs are tough to come by, especially ones that are slotted to get a significant amount of work. And I think Damien Pierce of all of the players that we have available right now is coming into a situation with the clearest path ahead of him to get meaningful work done for his NFL team and your fantasy team. So for me here, it's Damien Pierce. He has a leg above Isaiah Spiller in terms of opportunity and a leg above Tyler Algier in terms of metrics and physicality. I would be, but I would, yeah, I'd be go with Damian Pierce on this one. That's what I got.
0: Johnny, you have any conflicting uh, opinions on that? Or are you good with Damian Pierce right here? I guess the the question is whether we think, you know, Pierce or Spiller really here, if we're talking running back. And so maybe make the case here for Spiller, or do you think that Damian Pierce is the right call? I think Damian Pierce is the right call
2: simply because you have, you know, you look at what's ahead of him right now. Like Oswald said on the depth chart, there's, there's nothing there. To yeah, Marlon like, Mack and Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Like he could easily walk in, have a great week one of training camp and a preseason game, you know, and all of a sudden he's getting the starting running back role, right? Uh, or it, you know, and Marlon Mack is also coming off of injury and, and things like that. So you could understand that this team who drafted this running back, you know, it was the first running back that they chose as a coaching regime. And you. so you you could see why they would have a plan for him. What I would say with Spiller is that um, he's on a better team, obviously, better offense, probably more chances to score. But you also have Austin Eckler to deal with. So that's just the the toss
0: up, right? Um, yeah, and, and like sometimes as tiebreakers, we use like draft capital maybe or something. 16 right. picks apart here. Damian Pierce picked ahead of Isaiah Spiller. So I think that's enough for me to kind of push the needle as well. But again, as Austin pointed out, Johnny kind of confirmed redraft value and dynasty value because this guy could take over immediately or at least within the first couple weeks. And I think because these late later round guys, you know, rounds three, four, five for the running back always get turned over, you kind of want to capitalize as much as you can early, I would think, on these dynasty rookies, right? I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Damian Pierce gets selected at 2.1. We move on to 2.2. Johnny, make a case for who your ideal 2.2 would be here. This might sound a little crazy, boys, but – Here,
2: if I'm on the clock and it's me, I'm going Alec Pierce here. Like I think Alec Pierce is going to be a bona fide star. I think that he is going to, one, come in right away and have fantasy value this year because we talk about Matt Ryan and what he likes to do and how he typically is at the quarterback position, right? You know, when when he went to Indianapolis, everyone, we always want to say, oh, well, Michael Pittman, of course, like this is good news for him. And it is. It's great news for Michael Pittman. But what we do tend to see from Matt Ryan is if you're Matt Ryan's number one weapon, you generally don't get a whole lot of the touchdown looks. You get a lot of the yardage, whereas the secondary option generally is a touchdown vulture, touchdown magnet and you he does also get a lot of yards think of Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones kind of thing or even before that Roddy White and Julio Jones uh when Julio just got in the league yeah that's what you tend to see so with all that said give me Alec Pierce this guy looks phenomenal on tape he can catch very very well he's got great hands uh i've seen i've heard him comp to Jordy Nelson i've heard him comp to uh you know wide receiver of the year last year uh and um, Cooper Cup.
0: Cooper Cup. So Austin, if you look at where yeah, we drafted. Cup, LTE, in, dude. If you look at where we drafted in the first round and then where a lot of people are drafted in rookie r- first rounds, right? Sky Moore, George Pickens. Those are first round picks in rookie drafts. They went right around the same spot as Alec Pierce in the NFL draft. We had George Pickens, then Pierce, then Sky Moore in that order. So I think this is kind of we could be looking back and say this is a huge value to get Pierce here.
1: Absolutely. I don't
0: disagree with that. I
1: think in most leagues out there, folks are going to be looking at a running back simply because they're harder to come by. And you have some with some appeal to them, no doubt wide receivers are also much more abundant. And so you might see a diluted field and be like, ah, I can just get another one of those guys somewhere else. All of the points Johnny said, I am behind Alec Pierce's film out of Cincinnati looks special. He looks skilled, gifted, and he plays with passion and then factor in Matt Ryan as his quarterback and the tendencies he has there for his number two wide receiver. And I think Alec Pierce is stepping into a really cool slot. We're already hearing about him getting that role. You know, who we're not hearing about get a role Paris Campbell, Who's mm. another like high drafted receiver yeah. back in the day? Mm-hmm. This is no comment about Ale- about Paris Campbell. It's a comment about Alec Pierce. Like the because f- last year and the years past and even this offseason they were saying Paris Campbell is still on the team, still excited, still see what he's about. And I'm sure they're going to s- s- encourage the best out of him. But they've moved on. Yeah. Alec Pierce yeah. is now their number two prospect behind Michael Pittman. And I'm excited for what Alec Pierce could be, even with these other running backs on the board that do have some upside there, um, even some high floor in like a Tyler Algier and the other these other wide receivers too that you know looking at the sleeper rankings here are even above Alec Pierce, uh, John Mechie, David Bell, uh, Johan Dotson. We like these guys, just not as much as Alec Pierce. I'm with Johnny.
0: Alec Pierce is my first, my second pick in the second round. And he's just like a a real sexy pick, right? Like I just feel like just with all the metric, the advanced metrics, the offense is good. We've seen Matt Ryan produce. I think it's all lining up for Pierce uh, there. I think it's a really nice pick in the second round. But and nothing has been as good as our Whisper Nation faithful out here. Yeah. Brian Cuggins, in, do it twenty. Pizza Belly, all saying what's up. Love to see you guys here. What's Let's good? Go. Thanks for coming Thanks in. Big if big you'd be guys. so kind
1: as to tap that thumbs up button yeah, on your way if you're a down. fan
0: of the show.
1: And if you're new to the show, we said it at the top, our goal today is one new subscriber. We want That's to it. shout you out Just next episode more. as well. So if you haven't subscribed and you like what you're listening to, Maybe you could be R1. Hit that subscribe button. But, friends of the show, please hit that thumbs up. Help us keep doing what we love doing so much. And that includes mock drafting here, boys. What about the third pick?
0: Yeah. So, the third pick here in, in uh, 2.3, we're moving on. And I liked what Austin's been saying about, you know, talking about the running backs here like we i think you know pushing the wide receivers down a little bit more only because they're used with less capital than our first round wide receivers right so that kind of helps you justify that plus some of these guys we need to grab because of the rb thirst so i guess i'll defer to you guys because i like a few guys in this range austin brought up zamir white earlier um we talked about obviously isaiah spiller um, Tyler Algier is another name gets comps to James Connor could be like a Damian Pierce, where he's just walking into something that's just wide open. Um, you know, see Pat, I like, I think he's going to be, you know, kind of a polarizing player this off season, but again, he's not a running back. Like he was converted. He's, he's originally a wide receiver. So, um, anybody got some uh, conviction here with this pick really want to move it forward here? Well, I want to take what you said there and kind of wrap it up and
1: almost address the next three picks. Cause that we did work through this ahead of time. We want to take any comments that you guys got in whisper nation, throw them our way as well. Cause that can have an impact on how we're evaluating these ones. But we talked about those three running backs. You just mentioned there, big Travi in in Isaiah Spiller, Tyler Algier, and Zamir White. And we have strong cases for all three of them. Yes, we also like Dotson, Bell, Mechie moving forward, but we saw these running backs kind of in a group of their own and those wide receivers in a group of their own that were slightly below this pack of three running backs. So, We had said before, if you whatever order you'd like to take these guys in, we would be okay with. If you wanted to take Algier because you like the opportunity, presumably, that he's stepping into, or you like Isaiah Spiller's higher floor playing for a good offense, and finally them locking in that complimentary running back to uh, Austin Eckler, it's not going to be Roundtree, it's not going to be Joshua Kelly, it's probably going to be Isaiah Spiller. And I say probably just out of courtesy, it's going to be Isaiah Spiller. So and then Zamir White, I think long term actually has the highest upside of the three bunch, but they could resign Josh Jacobs, like it could happen again. So we don't yet know. Within that three, though, I think is where I think I think those three are the next three. If I want, if I, I believe that now, how we order them for me is the interesting part.
0: Johnny, gun to your head right now, give me the the rank of those three right there. I'm going Spiller, Algier, then White. Okay, mm.
2: and only the only reason I have. White below Algier is because of the situation. You know, this this first year, you're probably not going to be able to use him very much. Maybe not even the second uh, year as well. If they end up bringing back uh, Josh Jacobs, but I do like his talent. I love the fact he goes to Georgia. So in my opinion, that's what elevates him. Uh, and and then you're talking about you know my my guy Spiller. I can't drop him any lower than this. I'm already. I was already trying to advocate for taking him in the first
1: round
0: over Cook. So speaking
1: of my guy, dude, what's yeah. up, Jersey Jay? Oh, he says, "Hey,
0: TFW, I'll be home in two and a half weeks, bro. You're home right now. You're with us on the TFW dude. live stream, bro. He gets home. He gets home to the the good old U.S.
2: of A., baby. That's right. He's coming over back. The, the,
0: he's coming back. Hey, we'll, we'll celebrate. We'll, and wine. We'll celebrate. We'll ready, okay I'll just make the last point. Like, Zamira White, man, is fun because, as Austin said, five-star recruit out of high school, then the ACL tears. We know ACL should be no big deal. Like, let's see this guy. Maybe he's just young and needed some time to recover. That spent some of his college years. Like, let's get him in here and see. The only concern I have with White, and that might be why we put him at the back of this three, is if McDaniels comes in and mirrors what he's been doing over in New England, which is a lot of running backs in the mm-hmm. room. And you saw them bring in a lot of guys over time. Obviously, didn't pick mm-hmm. up Jacob's option. We'll see what you know ends up happening here. But that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would personally go Algier, but I don't mind the Spiller upside play. So uh, I'd be good with Spiller, Algier, and Zamir White for the sake of the Wait, show. Why do you I like Algier? I like Algier over Spiller because I think he's got a clearer path to work in the meantime. And again, it's my point of turning guys over and these guys pass the second round for running backs. Their teams are not, I mean, ask Michael Carter, right? Look at Michael Carter, who was a later round pick, like not a, not a second round guy, not a first round guy. And then all of a sudden his team's drafting, you know, Brees Hall. And I think that could be a situation for Isaiah Spiller where, you know, even if he shows good, then they're drafting another guy, you know, the year after or two years from now. And I think that could happen for Algier, but Algier could give me value now before Spiller does because of Eckler's contract. A couple of the points also that
1: I really liked about Algier, I had watched this film initially and I wasn't impressed. I watched him a second time, a little bit closer, and I saw a lot of things that got me really excited. Is this guy going to ever be the best running back in the league? Probably not, Mm -hmm. but he does some special things. And I know that he played linebacker previous in his in his football playing days and you can watch the way he navigates holes and hits the defenders he's not afraid of contact he's got good vision he doesn't have great top end speed but his quickness is there he does remind me of a thomas rawls and i like the way he plays i think he's probably going to get hurt because that style of play is not conducive to 17 games of football but I see some special qualities about him in terms of his appetite for football in terms of his vision. Um, I think he has some unique qualities that he applies to the position. and that to me is exciting. I like that. yeah.
0: And my uh, thing is is like he's being not talked about a lot as a pass catcher you know, over 430 yards over the last three years of receiving as a pass catcher in college. And I think we know what receiving profiles do for running backs. Um, and I think that this could be really good for him. I, so. I think
2: player profile, I'm like looking at his player profile and and you went to BYU, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and like uh, thinking, yeah. hearing you hear Seal, and I'm like, this guy reminds me a lot of Zach Moss. And we already know what's, you know, that whole debacle. And then I go up to player
1: profiles, best wow. comparable. Guess who that is? Zach Moss, Zach but Zach, Moss. yeah, but Zach, Zach you know, Moss, yeah so, I know you. I know you. Uh, it's getting cute. It's getting fun. But like Zach Moss coming into that second year, like if Zach Moss was getting 15 carries a game, I think
2: he. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They, they, they didn't like word. him. Clearly they didn't like him at all. Because I love how they, Johnny
0: like his idea for like pitching our guy Algier over Spiller. I, I, the reason he's not down is like he's like player profiler. If you go, do you know what Spiller's comp on player profiler is? What is it? that? T.J. Yeldon. Give me that. Give me yeah. T.J. Yeldon yeah. over, over. Hey, he had some Zach good games at Jacksonville. No, he had man. some good games in Jacksonville. I I, I, I dude, I'm, not, I'm not excited. By either comps, but to me, it's about situation. And I, yes, the upside is greater for uh, Spiller. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not doubting that. But if we're talking about what's more likely right now, I do think that Algier is more likely to come out of this as the as the winner and retain that for at least a year or two. Uh, then I see you know a guy Spiller doing that as well. If they're so if got, they're both okay. not specimens we like, you know, Ronald's taking Tyler in this one. Well, we know it, Ronald.
2: Ronald has his uh, strong opinions on guys. <laughs> Don't
1: like well, that's strong. a foreign concept for this show, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we jump into the things I wanted to, because we're talking about Zamir White and we're talking in uh, some of these running backs in the situation, I want to get to Jersey J's question: Does Jacobs drop substantially? I really liked him this year. I mean,
0: how, I like you, Jacobs he dropped
2: year. last year. Well, I think he draft.
0: draft- I think Jacobs, yeah, redraft. I think Jacobs is a good value this year. Let me let me look up ADP. But I looked that up the other day and it was really low. And I was just like, in that offense, he's going to be the guy for one more year. They're definitely going to run him into the ground. Going at the end of the fourth, beginning of the fifth. So yeah, Leonard Fournette's like for Josh Jacobs.
2: Yeah, ooh, that's a little high for me. I don't know if I necessarily like that.
0: Uh, This is fantasy football calculator. I don't know how accurate this is because they've got James Conner behind him. And I would take James Connor over. Yeah, James him. Connor, I'm smashing James Conner. And also Connor Leonard over Fournette. Him. And both of those are smashes. Here's the thing that's also working yeah. against
1: Josh Jacobs. It's not just the addition of Jameer White. It's a it's a Zamir White, excuse me. It's a new head coach. We don't know exactly one, what kind of system they're going to be running. And two, if they even like the guy the previous regime brought in. We see it all the time. It's like it's not my dude. And maybe well, you want to make not your dude not look great if you want to go in a
0: different direction, which they already they did by picking up Zamir White. Yeah, they they clearly don't like. Jacobs right because they didn't pick up the fifth year option and I will argue I will, argue, I will oh, like, argue like uh, this again though with McDaniels we want to say oh it's a new coach and we don't know what he's going to run but yeah, we know we, like we, we know with McDaniels like we've yeah. seen enough of him as a coordinator and he was a coach in Denver so we can kind of paint the picture and to me it's a little scarier for Zamir Roy's long-term value but Jacobs again was the question in, in redraft and I think he He's got a decent enough start. I, I would like to see that ADP dip below the guys like Fournette and James Conner, though. So and around, I think
2: it will. I think it uh, will, right? And like Zamir's yeah. going to get some hype out of camp because he is a good running back. But the thing is, is like you said, you go to Daniels, Daniels is gonna run the ball. The one thing you do like is right, like they drafted they drafted White because clearly they liked him, right? And this coaching staff graded him high. So, and we talk about this all the time. In the beginning of the season, what do you do? They will they will ease Zamir in, right? Especially if they're not willing to pay Josh Jacobs, they're going to use up Josh Jacobs. So, at least in the beginning of the season, Josh Jacobs should be get plenty of work, you know. And then at the of the season, it could turn into you know that was when they turned it all the way over to the could rookie White, or
0: right? yeah, it could be a Javante important thing again, not yeah, to yeah, a dead horse exactly. That's a good so of transition. All right. Let's transition into putting these three on the board here. Austin, Uh, I'll let you be the final tiebreaker here on how you want these three to lay them out. And let's just be, let's rip the bandaid. Let's get them on here.
1: Coming up initially. I had Spiller as my next pick. It was so close. The conversation is just, the wind is just right now blowing on the Tyler Algier side. So it's a close call, but it's going Algier followed by Spiller and zamir White coming in as the third of the three. But again, folks, any order you'd like to stack these three, we'd still love you for it, no matter which direction you ended up going in. but there we go.
0: Yes, we'll love we'll you. We'll just
1: love you a little bit less. if
0: you
2: if you if you dare put did uh you know algier in this and
1: as first in there. Well, we, even we just not, did no so we mean? did so. Yeah. I guess we, we know which one uh, stands apart on this decision. And I guess, yeah. Travi, I guess you and I can expect yeah. a reduced Christmas present. Yeah. From Absolutely, no. dude. We no, said no, no surprises on this, dude. love us less,
0: dude. Come on, man. Just for the Spiller. Hey, I can't get behind it's not Spiller. A, or it's okay. the Zamir White. It's the Zamir White. It's yeah. the
2: Algier love over the Spiller. It's the, yeah, it's the Algier love over like this the, guy to is me they're not the same good. Back.
0: They're the There's, same back. They're both not good. But one of them has a pass. This is this is, this is Johnny's number dude, one. Dude, Spiller is yeah.
2: gonna be good gotta, in that system. Uh, I don't think so. Don't He's think gonna so. get a lot of touchdowns and yeah, go
0: Kelly was supposed to be good too.
2: You know, Whisper uh, Nation. Nation. I. Oh, hold on, hold on. Those were not this coaching staff and this coaching regime. Those were dip, Those were the past. Those were those were
0: uh, Lee's guys. This Spiller is the first. Running Anthony back Williams. this coaching but, staff let, and I'll, I'll remind Williams. you that also like coaching staffs aren't the final word on the draft. Oh, day. but they oh yeah. one at, oh yeah, right. The GMs yeah. are right.
2: But the play but the but the coaching staff plays them and, and gives them saying,
0: Hey, these this is the guy that's gonna work for right. our but, system. Are we gonna truck trust a guy like that's been doing it for a long time and know his track record of drafting running backs, like his talent? You know, We're going to trust a guy like Pizza oh, Belly who hits oh, us with man.
1: a $5 super chat coming oh, in there. Baby. Appreciate the insight. Well, we appreciate you, Pizza Belly, and I hope
0: you appreciate this Whisper Woo! Man, Let's it feels go. good to be back rocking and rolling with the Whisper Woo. Yes. Yes. We love it. We love it.
1: Good. All right. Hey, question here from Will47 before we jump into this one. I think it's a good one. Would you not take Brian Robinson up by these guys? you thinking he's too much... Is is has got too much in his way. I think we would side on that last part. It looked like they, they've got roles established for each one of their backs over there in Washington. Well, <laughs> we don't know what the role for Gibson is, but he got like 20 something carries
0: in the last week of the season and had a lot of yards and a touchdown. So, yeah. So, yeah. quickly, my take on the Robinson thing is I might like Robinson more than Spiller and Algier, like as a talent. The problem is, is that even if Gibson goes down, they have a dedicated pass catcher in McKissick. He needs two injuries to make and it. He's happen. Good. Yeah, and so again, I just I think there's too much in his way like you said there to get to get there.
2: That yeah, right. that's that's solely it for me. It's like Robinson's a good running or shows potential of being a good running back, but it's just like with the depth chart, with where he's buried like, at, how be- we know how this coaching staff what they do to gas up all their running backs. Hell, they were talking the same way about uh that they were talking about well not quite the same but they were they were hyping up uh patterson last year which your boy bit into your boy bit into the smoke yeah, and the
1: fog did. you still and, got a little taste of that in your mouth
2: yeah dude and so but yeah. you know and i say that as someone who drafted robinson in the, uh for the dynasty on their own team so you know not financial or fancy advice do your own research but that's just what i would say
0: Dude, I love that Jersey J is coming back here because he says, hey, look, why you need to pick on Travi, Ron? And Ron says, not just Travi. So we've got – I love it because Jersey J is back, our enforcer. He's got the flex out. He's saying, look, oh, dude, dude, he's our yeah. bouncer in the chat here. No, I appreciate you both in there, Whisper Nation. We love you. Love you guys. All right, so uh, we're going to move on here in this draft. And I think i think the hate on Dotson, like we talked about, has gone too far here. I'm just going to stake my claim. I think, I think Dotson's got to go here just based on draft capital alone.
1: Um, we and love the team talent. Team. We like the role. There's a pathway where McLaurin's gone, and, and even if
0: he's not, like this could just be really nice. And it's like, oh, yeah, man. I hear you guys. Like Jalen Rager happens. Like these first-round busts happen. But I, you know, I love draft capital here, and we're, you know, we're gonna move with Johan Dotson. Any, Any other comments on this one? Yeah. Any I'll other? be honest.
2: I think Actually, London has a better bust potential than Dotson um, does. Love but, to hear that. But that's you know. That's a you know. That's He's another learning. debate for another day. You know. Yeah, we know you don't like London. We yeah. know. know. I you're think not
0: Isaiah sure. Spiller's got the biggest bust potential of all of them. But you know. Oh well,
2: yeah, you <laughs> could just keep that one to yourself there. Okay. Let's yeah, move yeah. on to this next pick here. Yes.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna. We like the talent. We like the role. Now we had said before too that Dotson, Bell, and Mechie were all talented receivers that we liked. Mm-hmm. We just got to pick which one we liked the most and. My personal picket would be Dotson right here. I like Bell coming in, what should be expected wise, an elite quarterback for a while over there. Amari Cooper, he's so much better than he gets credit for, but it is what it is. It's his third team that Amari Cooper's on. He'll probably be on a fourth team uh, in a couple of years, if it goes the way that it's gone. So I like David Bell, but there is that question mark ahead of him a little bit. The quarterbacks are shifting up. Met just with Houston. It's over there. We don't really know, but. Dotson? That's the only downfall. I, I love Mechie's name, man. I think yeah. that's such a sweet name. But, yeah, I would go Dotson here. Dotson, Travi? Yeah, I'm, I, I think Dotson's the right call. And as we move into the seventh pick there, are we sticking with these kinds of receivers? Is David Bell or John Mechie the next? Or is it a pivot to a, a Tyrion Davis price? Robinson, as mentioned before, or maybe take one of the first non-running back or wide receivers off the board.
0: Because the NFL draft showed us that they're so underwhelmed with the quarterbacks, I still want to kind of be underwhelmed with the quarterbacks, so I wouldn't vote for anything moving off of what we've got going here. And I'd I'd actually be interested in your guys' take on Bell. I've been... There's two different theories on Bell, right, where it's like we have to consider the Watson situation, but the wide receiver room is actually pretty open. Like, yeah, Amari Cooper's demanding a lot of money, but also, like, it's Amari Cooper. Like, he could be done here in a couple of years. I think Bell is kind of one of those very interesting guys that, like, we could look back and be like he's a Jarvis Landry, Keenan Allen type soak up a ton of targets and, and really plays well with our guy Deshaun Watson when he comes back. What has Watson done for fantasy wide receivers in the past? Gosh, huge. Now, also, he's played with a little bit of different skill types than this sure. than David Bell. And so that's where uh, I guess that's where I'm a little bit hesitant because DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, a lot better than David Bell. And I think Fuller has been like a bigger play guy. I don't think Bell's necessarily going to be that, but I don't think it's out of the range. I guess I, I, I think Bell's the right play for like upside and longevity. Um, over Mechie, and I don't see anybody else running back wise that I really is leaping off the page at this point. Johnny, do you have anything, you know, uh, against going with uh, Bell here? I,
2: I mean, I get the, I do buy into the the Deshaun Watson. I do understand the upside play. So if you're asking me for the upside, I would go uh, Bell over Michi. But I would personally go Michi over Bell just because I think people are – we yeah their their wide receiver room is potentially open but is it potentially open or is it actually potentially closed because you've got cooper there you've got schwartz who they actually really like in that slot position you've also got people's jones like i know people don't want to say he's a good receiver but he is a you know from a metric standpoint from analytics he's a pretty solid receiver and i doubt like bell would come in you know year one and supplant you know what because yeah there was a point where like dpj was somewhat taking over for obj's role because you know like they weren't connecting obj and baker and so i i think that um bell could actually get a little bit more trapped
0: in that i am starting to turn around with johnny here and the reason is i was looking up draft capital because i remember the texans like reached quote unquote for mechie he is went Mechie or mechie well- I've heard Mechie, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep saying Mechie. I Mechie,
2: Mechie. I, I think either one sounds dope as hell. They sound dope as hell, but one Johnny's is right. Like, and I want to know what that like, is.
0: Johnny's like, Mechie, Michi. it's all peachy draft. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, draft I, I think him. for me, again, he went 212. He went, all those guys we talked about, the reason why Dotson was a value in our Dynasty Whispers draft for me because he went in the first round, He's gone two twelve. That's over ten picks ahead of our guys, Alec Pierce, ahead of our guys, Sky Moore and Pickens. Like, they spent decent capital on our guy, Mechie. Mechie, we'll we'll get that right, and we'll figure out how to say that. And I just think that maybe maybe you're right. Maybe we got to go with that. Um, I just I don't like passing him up though to go with Davis Mills over Deshaun Watson. You know that's Mm -hmm. my thing. And the Texans in general, you know, you know the Texans' new GM. Is from the New England family, and they've done oh, so well. Ah, family, huh? Receivers. Hey, so I don't know.
2: It's all in the family. I don't baby. know. Maybe I'm
0: drawing too many lines, like it's a conspiracy theory here. Mm. But that's uh, that's kind of how it goes here. I, I my vote is actually still going to be Bell. I, I think, but I, I just wanted to play devil's advocate there. I'm good with Bell, all Johnny. All right. I would have went.
2: I would have went Me- Mechie over him or Michi. I would have went him over, but it's
0: okay. I, well, we can roll with Mechie next. Like I think it's yeah. you know, awesome. I think it would be. Yeah, yeah. that's that we kind of had these three receivers. In oh, there. and the third one uh, being, uh, sorry.
1: In a Johnny and mine, when we put this together, we had Mechie as oh, the third that. of the three. Yeah. Johnny now has Mechie moving up, and mm-hmm. I hear those points. So it's it's really close. Yeah. For us, uh, we'll go with Bell. I'm going to stick with our original pick. Um, but again, not surprised whatsoever if these three orient themselves in a different fashion than how we just picked them up. But we like them all here.
0: All right. So we'll move on to the next pick, which is I'm having a hard time. Is this the fifth? This is the ninth pick yeah. here in the second, second round. Two, nine. Yeah. Ninth pick, ninth pick here. Um, and if I'm looking at the show sheet, you guys really like taking Trey McBride, draft capitals there. Do we still yes. think that
1: we way? like
0: we didn't like any of the other talented play the, the, of
1: course, there's a lot of good talent over here, but there is a tear break for us at this point in time. So when we took a look at the rest of the players available, you know, Tyrion Davis price. He's a fun flyer, but he's a flyer. Um we like the the Robinson pickup, but we don't see a pathway. Actually, like we like him as a player, but we don't see a realistic pathway for him to becoming a lead fantasy player and a vein for his offense. Um, we really didn't see any of these players becoming a vein for their offense. And that's why we had drawn a line right here on this one. All of the other players before this pick, I see as being veins for their team. It's more likely that they end up becoming a vein then they don't and i think that the rest of the players here while they all could i think it's less likely they ultimately become a vein for their team specifically talking the running backs and the wide receivers than the other ones so yeah travis we did pivot at this point and went with Trey McBride is who we were considering here we liked him as a long term tight end prospect for Arizona playing behind Zach Ertz year 1 but we'll see where he's at year 2 johnny you had some awesome stats on 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 trey uh McBride here in terms of his college dominator ratings and some other metrics. Wasn't that right? That you'd really yeah, like he was the number one ranked tight
2: end coming out as far as uh what people's projections were and everything like that. He's very it's very nice because he's very similar to Zach Ertz, right? He's not a great blocker, very good at catching. Um it was interesting seeing a lot of um or or he didn't have a lot of the metrics that you could really gauge and and figure out how good of a tight end he could potentially be if you do take in like potential you know what you can kind of find online with is 40 times and things like that it is it does show that you know uh, mcbride has a fairly good chance to be a pro bowl tight end a, a tight end that you'll be able to roll out there obviously this arizona cardinals defense or offense does I uh, like to go to the tight end. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz was a top five targeted tight end uh, after being traded to the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, I like the pairing with Zach Ertz, uh, you know, being able to, t- to train him and then the system, of course. But because he is a rookie, again, you might have to wait and behind Zach Ertz, right? Um, you might have to wait a couple of years before this could actually uh, be the best pick or, you know, be the best tight end or, or playable tight end. But uh, I do like McBride here.
0: Yeah. I mean, Austin talking about the veins. I just want to know what's more important, a fantasy football main vein or the vein that they took out of the Snickers bar. Like Which <laughs> one are we like more concerned with? No, like joking aside here. I think McBride's the right pick. It's, it's funny. Cause like, I don't think that the NFL was fond of the quarterback. So I don't really want to be fond of the quarterbacks here. If we're going to switch, you know, non wide receiver running back, they liked McBride and the Cardinals did too. They drafted him in yeah. that second round. And I think, yes, I've heard it. Like Ertz's contract is tough to get out of. Like they they got him for at least two years. Like it's a big, it's a, it's a binding contract in a way, but this team without Hopkins going to run a lot of 12 personnel. They already did run a lot of 12 personnel. McBride's going to see the field like quite a bit in his rookie year. And so I mm-hmm. think by year two, do we have like an Ertz Goddard situation? You know where we have you know quite a bit of you know situ. It's funny that it's Ertz again, but like I yeah. think that could be you know very useful. Groundhog Day, huh? But yeah, let's go. We're rolling with McBride here. We'll move on to the two point ten. Um, we're sticking with kind of this same thinking, travy and you had
1: brought for where we were at. We're not more excited about the dice roll of some of these other ball positions in the running back and wide receiver specifically. You know, I think that Kenny Pickett here deserves a lot of consideration, given the amount of weapons that he has around him. Travi, I hear you about the NFL not loving the quarterbacks this year, but there was one who went ahead of them all, and that yeah. was Pickett. I think he went to the best
0: situation you could. I possibly agree. Possibly find and yourself like you've, in. you've kind of warmed me on Pickett, and I'll just jump in here to say that I think, you know, I, my question is, Austin, if they don't draft Pickett at 20, does Pickett go in the first round? You know, and like, where does he go? No, I think that I think that that was the whole reason uh,
2: his his girlfriend or significant other was kind of like well, so upset about his. No, well, I mean, she was very visibly upset for yeah. like three quarters of that whole entire draft until you know about five minutes before when he got the phone call saying he was going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. So I think that there was some fear that he was going to there was going to be zero quarterbacks taken obviously that is also a big uh, amount of money difference between
0: a quarterback taken in the first versus the second so uh, I just I can't wrap my head around maybe I'm just infatuated with the 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 running quarterback I I hear your points Austin on the on the supporting cast I also hear what the NFL has been saying scouts have been saying and what they did by he's still a 20 like 20 is a lot different than taking a guy in the top 10 top 15 so for me i don't see the upside in Pickett. like if you're looking at me and my dynasty squad and i can still wait on quarterback i think willis is the pick i would go with just mm. the upside cannon arm and the mobile ability if he can develop the upside is a ceiling that i think you can't get with kenny pickett now i understand mm. taking you know, three years of Kenny Pickett or four to five years of Kenny Pickett as a Kirk Cousins type or a, you know, game manager plus type. So I, I feel that I don't mind going with Pickett here. You're right, Austin. So many weapons there. And and even not just past Claypool and Deontay uh, Johnson, they drafted Pickens and another guy. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but another good guy there just to be like, hey, we're the Steelers. This is what we do. We You know, Najee Harrison and, and Pat Fireman. If he's going to have Decent floor games for you. I, I I believe that. You know what's wild is,
2: Pickett and Josh Allen are only two years
1: apart age-wise. Yeah, Age twenty-three wise. years old for Pickett coming in. You know the thing I wanted to throw out here about most. Yeah, right. A Twenty-four. Yeah. The, th- the thing I'm going to say on Pickett and actually why. I am I'm very strong in the picket over Malik Willis conversation here. And, you know, I swing for upside. That's how I play fantasy. It's always how I played fantasy. Um, I swing for upside everywhere. I say, hey, I can get a guy who's good enough. Even if I miss out on one, if I hit a real upside piece, that's going to cover the ground of two. So that's where I go for. I think it's more exciting. And I think it's I think it's a lot of things here. But what I would say about Pickett is that it's not he's going to be he's going to be productive. He's going to put up numbers. And last year was a bit of an eye-opening season for me, guys, in seeing the Whisper Listener League, 16-team super flex situation, right? Quarterbacks are hard to come by. And I got to see how it's not, it's not common to get a quarterback that's going to throw you two to three touchdowns on a regular basis. You know, we looked at Zach Wilson, who we were all yeah. really high on. Well, I wasn't really high on, but the, a lot of people were really high on Zach Wilson. And Zach Some Wilson... Were high. Zach Wilson ended up getting dropped, right? He right. ended up getting yeah. dropped in the whisper yeah. listener League. Well, and he,
0: I think that's a good caveat to talk about. Like that's a qualifier. Are we are we drafting this mock as if it's a super flex or a one quarterback league? I don't think it changes uh a ton, right? But I think maybe Pickett well, goes a little higher if it's a I think Pickett flex. would be a yeah, if
2: it's a super. I, flex, I agree going first. that
0: by the book and everything you've said, Austin, Pickett's the right pick here. He is. He's the right one to go. I just I struggle with wrapping my head around if you're already set at quarterback not swinging for a guy that's like kind of your farm guy that could reach a higher ceiling. It always always depends on the team. Right. Of course.
1: But that's the last thing I want to throw out there on why I'm taking Pickett over Malik Willis. I talked about why I like Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to be productive. I think he's a starting quarterback goes to the best system for development, for support. He's got the weapons. It's a great situation. I'd be shocked if Pickett busts the age actually in this one, I see working in his favor. He's the most quarterback NFL ready, stepping in day one type of guy. Um, the thing on Malik Willis is I'm not sold that Malik Willis is going to be a starting quarterback uh, for more than a season or two down the road. Like I don't, I don't want to say Johnny Manziel because Johnny Manziel brings a whole host of character issues that he had early on in his career that Malik Willis does not seem to be connected to at all. But when I see a backyard type of football player in a Malik Willis who's got a lot of raw abilities that need polish, spends a lot of time in that backfield um, There's not a lot of help over there in Tennessee for him. Yeah, he's got speed, but the Titans don't have a lot of weapons. Traylon Burks is their best guy. Love him, but outside of him, you know, it's like Austin Hooper is their second best receiving target, maybe. Um, and I, I, I'm just not sold on Malik Willis being a piece in the NFL.
0: Yeah, but I think that's what's beautiful about these two different situations is that Willis gets to sit behind Tannehill, and I think they can't even really get out of Tannehill next year. So it's like we're looking at at least a two-year window, and if he if Tannehill can work on the things or if – I'm sorry, if Willis can work on the things that you're talking about, like the off-balance throwing, the the mechanics, all that stuff, if they can coach him up, man, what a weapon they'll have. But I, I agree with you on the Pickett short-term value and, and all the things that go there. So we'll put Pickett slotted in here at 2.10 – uh, and then we've got a, you know, we we talked about going to the third round. We're going to just do the second round. Maybe save the third round for next week. But we've been rocking and rolling and having such good insight. We want to keep rocking with you. So again, appreciate you, Whisper Nation, and let's rock with two point one one guys. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking here, Johnny? Do you have initial thoughts on the two eleven here?
2: Yeah, I think you go. I think you go Davis Price here. Um, you know, obviously the draft capital very similar to Ceh, where you probably coming in wouldn't have had uh, him listed this high, but because of his landing spot, because of, uh, you know, what that offense can do potentially for running backs, it elevates where you should take him or where you're going to have to take him uh, and certainly uh, adds to the overall value of a running back. Right. So uh, 49ers look to need to fill up that one, a kind of role and, Price really fits that role. He's a a big boy. Let's
0: be clear. They don't need to fill the 1A role. They have the 1A role with Elijah Mitchell right now. Now, whether or not you want to talk if Mitchell is durable enough, I I get that argument. But let's not act like Mitchell didn't do special things in his rookie year. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying –
2: Again, no, I – have why do you say just because I say a one A well, role? He's a boss, mean, because okay?
0: He, because Dude, he deserves okay. the A, Johnny. Okay, yeah, Mitchell he gets is the A. If yeah, you're gonna he, get, oh, no, okay. If, if you're gonna give TDP something, you give him the B for basic.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow! Well, I I can tell you his tape no, was not I, basic. I like Bryce
0: a lot. As uh, I also drafted a lot of Mitchell last year, or not drafted, but picked him up off waivers a lot last year. So there's pick some pick heartstrings up. there, but I do agree with you that Price is worth the squeeze here because look who we're talking about, Shanahan. I mean, this is just a turn. It's a wheel that always turns like Game of Thrones. He's constantly changing the running back because he knows his system's violent and they don't need to be committed to any one guy. That's the only downfall that you would say to this whole thing or
2: the whole argument. Long-term value isn't long-term great Long-term value, right, but it's, it's so trepidatious. But all long-term value for running back is pretty difficult. So to get something like that where you can say, listen, if you're going to be drafting at the end of the second or beginning of the third and you're like, yo, this, this running back that you're getting has, a,' you know, according to Ron, 20% would be a lot. A twenty percent chance. Statistical to get a, outliers. Uh, RB one season. My guy, you would that take dirty. that baby. You would take that. So mm-hmm.
1: that's all I'm saying. I wanted to add into a little it's bit of nuance to my last twenty percent is a lot. <laughs> I think I think I I, I I needed to speak with a little bit more clarity and intention about the lack of possible veins available on here. There's actually two right now that could actually have a real vein on their team's offense it's just a much lower likelihood but i would say that they are there in a
0: it, it could happen this just year? like we
1: could be getting a super chat hit up yeah, from our jersey boy. jay J, what's going on we're gonna go ahead and
0: this is big though this is jersey jay's First super check because he fixed it, right? Like he, oh, didn't he did. Play. Yes.
1: Oh, Thank well,
0: you that means so much, Jay. We're, we're going to hit you to... with another whisper.
1: Woo! Man, love our boy Ric Flair. Love our boy Jersey jay Kind of looking similar on those two shots over there, too. Yeah. Loving that. Yeah. So, I, 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 when I say that, yeah, this year, Johnny, because TDP over here, there is a world where he steps on the field and he ends up, you know, having a lot of good couple of days in camp. They start running in with the ones. All of a sudden, he is that lead back for a run heavy system. I think Elijah Mitchell and maybe even Sermon, and all these other people get on board, but he could be the guy that they they look to early and often. I yeah. Unlikely, I just, but it could happen.
0: Sometimes we, get, sometimes we get tripped up in like Bill Bellatrix or Shanahanigans Hannigan's or whatever we want to call it, like the, these things. But sometimes they actually do tell us what they're doing with some of the stuff they've done. Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson played roles in this offense as the 1A, 1B, right? Those guys are no longer with the team. And now we've got Mitchell, who's the speed, and we've got TDP, who's got speed and power. And I think he could be the Jeff Wilson prototype for this offense. And so for me, I feel like, yeah, he'll kind of be a 1B. But if anything happens to Mitchell, who has not been a clean bill of health, boom, right away, you've got an RB1 borderline there. You know, I want to sneak in a comment about that, Travi, because because the, the Bellatrix, the Shanahanigans,
1: I'd say on a week to week basis and like painting the overall picture, you can actually hit it pretty good. Yeah. It's, that it just shifts so much on a week-to-week
0: week Easy basis. come, easy go, like you like to say, Austin. You have to be yeah. wet, willing, willing to cut ties with any guy at any time. That's more of a redraft take than actually a dynasty take. But, yeah, yeah. that's kind of where we're at with why we're drafting tight I mean, we're not drafting TDP far off from where we were drafting Sermon last year. So the burn isn't that bad, like that we're right. like, hey, let's just go back to the well. And we will go back to the last pick of this second round at 212 Austin, what do you, what are you thinking here? Well, I had mentioned that I see uh, a couple of names left.
1: TDP. Yeah, there was two now uh, TDP is off the board. So I see one other player on this list that has a chance to be a real vein for their offense, both long-term and early. Now, do I think it's likely? No, (laughs) but somebody here that I do see with that possible pathway based on their roster configuration, based on their overall skill set, based on the draft capital required to pick them up, pointing in a direction of what they kind of intend. And that's Wandale Robinson for me, who they are giving a lot more consideration to after Kadarius. Tony looks to have some issues that they're not super fond of.
0: So I just want to say one thing, because Robinson, uh, look, he's getting a lot of shade because he's smaller, but we got to really adjust our priors on this because smaller guys are like the NFL is changing. Like we, like it's getting different than just letting guys in Uh, part of why Jamison Williams didn't profile as well, not just because of the ACL because a lot of guys don't make it that are his size in the NFL. And what did we see out of the big six? A lot of smaller guys. We're just, Mm. we got to look past that. So Mm. I'm looking, I'm willing to look past that. The thing with Wandel that, you know, what's getting blown out a little bit is you, you mentioned it there with the, with the Kadarius Tony stuff. Tony actually was back in two days after that report came back. Like, so he came right back to camp. We haven't heard anything else about them trading. Now, they did go draft a guy, but this is a Buffalo – this is Buffalo Light. You know, the GM and the coach came from there, and what do they do? They draft a lot of wide receivers, plus the Giants. So, initially, when I was looking at Wandale, I didn't like him because Kadarius Toney existed, but I don't think it matters because Kenny G's probably not long for the Giants. Sterling Shepard can't stay healthy. Darius Slayton might be a cut candidate. So, there's guys that we're talking about here like – Tony and Wandale could both come in, and maybe you see like Wandale is the Isaiah McKenzie. Mm-hmm. And to Tony is so good, he becomes maybe a Diggs or a higher level wide receiver. I don't know. But I think that there's weren't room for both to eat. And you get the insurance that, like, if Tony keeps acting up, bam, even more targets for your guy, Wandale. So I really like the Wandale pick here. I'm warming a lot in this late in the process on Wandale.
2: What's interesting for Wandale is. Right, like you talked about the Isaiah McKenzie role. Like it's looking like he will get that. Uh, but, you know, watching this guy's tape. Uh, Austin makes like a good point. You know, sometimes when we're watching tape, it'd be like, Oh, you usually tell what's going to happen on this play or, and I'll be honest when I was watching Rondales every time I was absolutely wrong. I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is probably going to go for six yards. Th- he took it to the house for like a 50 yard. Like, and it was just, he is so electric with the ball and these guys, yeah, you could probably call him a gadget play, uh or gadget player, gadget style player, but these are coming more more and more common on today's NFL teams and it's becoming secret weapons uh these dynamic players. So I do think uh Robinson can. I uh, think those guys can still get buried. Like we're looking at Rondell Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not know, saying like oh, I wish, right. I wish I wish 100%. But when you're talking about a guy who, you know, has the ability to do the things that this guy can do in space And, you know, you know, make something out of nothing. Teams will try to get that involved at least a couple of times every single game to keep defenses honest, just to, you know, open some things up uh, that they might be trying for later. Uh, So I just I I think it's a, a very interesting play because of, you know, this coaching staff. Again, it's their very first wide receiver that they could have picked. There was a lot of other options and they went with him. And uh, you know, and it was considered a reach paper. again about that draft capital. And what do we say yeah. about that, dude? Reach, reach for your guy. guy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah, Austin flashing up that comment comment about uh, Ronald. But 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 it's the Giants. Yeah, I yeah. do I want to bring a have little a bit of confidence because they brought in some some high higher-minded player, you know, they picked the Buffalo Bills uh, off of their coach and, and GM. So we like that there. All right, so we're good with Wandell here. Well, that'll complete round two, right, Austin? Oh, and that's it. Two rounds in the bag. Austin, Johnny, we did it. We finished our, uh, our round two of the rookie draft here, a mock rookie draft. Just want to thank everybody uh, in Whisper Nation that was in the chat. And again, if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe. We just want to exit this thing with one subscriber, one new subscriber. So please help us cool. out right here at the last minute and get a hold of us you know, on Twitter or in Discord to let us know that you subscribed if we don't get it before then. And if you want to catch round one breakdown, go ahead and just review the YouTube page. We did it last Thursday, week one. It's there for your enjoyment. abso freaking lootly So, for Johnny Game Time Hicks, for Austin Sear, I'm Big Travi. We're the Fancy Whispers. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace right here. Look at you go.
2: You made it to the end of another one of our videos. Hey, if you still have some questions, I totally understand. Or you just want to join an awesome fantasy football community, head on over to our Discord chat. Link is in the description below. And if you're still not sold on us, check out one of these videos.